40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own hidden symbols and messages as well as all the lyrics of all the top rock songs. And they all sing the same refrain. This is a special request. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it Welcome to another edition and actually a special edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I'm your host, Adam Dunn. I'm your co-host, Mitch Janasa. And I'm crispy. You, you, no. are, you are crunchy. We oh. have some special guests. Crunchy's gu- back. Crunchy's back. Crunchy's back. That's huge. I'm, special I'm, guest. Just for a minute, I'm, though. Yeah, just, just for, for a little day. bit. You know, kids here, you can kind of see his hand. He's standing up all show. I'm here. Yeah, he'll be standing all show, so that, that should last. The edibles should kick in and, and make it more and more yeah, hilarious. There's more, more over here. Do I don't money? have any. If people have right here. edibles for me to right chunk. Right here. Yes. Yes. Like. yes. Yes. We have. De- I told you. How strong are these, though? They're weak. They're weak. Two milligrams each. They're nothing. They're nothing. Half a milligram. Just keep going. Fill your mouth. Chew them really well. He'll, Chew them. He'll eat them all. Are they from him? Yeah. No, 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 no. He's <laughs> just giving them to us. They're from <laughs> someone else. No, they're from this other guy. What are they? D money. What they're one and a half milligrams each? You said one and a half milligrams each. Yeah, right? just one and a half. One yeah. and a half each. You take them down. You're good. Four or five <laughs> at a time. <laughs> <laughs> one and a half. That's what's there in there. Dude, I'm like 25 in. It's not a big deal. Yeah, keep going. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna do a little wrap up show here from the SoCal Cup. Uh, was an interesting one. It was, it was, it was uh, a little more. Uh, it was spread out actually this time. Oh my god, there was so much space. There was a lot. There was of a space. lot of walking. It was we said the same thing last time too, though. It was like a little bit too spread out at some point. And they didn't allow any. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> Hoverboards. But no, hover- can, I don't even know how people survived. But they can whip around like crazy on those golf carts and almost kill people. Yeah, that would be dangerous if there were people on hoverboards. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, the kid got to ride his hoverboard, so that's I rode it for a little. I rode it for a little while. We saw a hoverboard. They were selling hoverboards there. We but you can't use them. Well, use it's them. because you saw what happened to Champs. That, that was guy awesome. That was awesome. That guy on the hoverboard wiping out that entire booth. So. We, and we haven't done a show. So we haven't. Jeez, like, it feels like forever because we didn't. It's we didn't the first Wednesday. Wednesday we didn't do a show because yeah. we're doing it tonight. It's a good thing we got this together because then we would have missed a week and we cannot. We cannot, cannot do, do that. that. No. We cannot do that. Absolutely we're not. Dedicated. We haven't missed it. I mean, we're pretty when, dedicated. When, when Wednesday came around and you were like, no show Wednesday? Yeah, the text from you was like, Woo, really? Really? No, because yeah. he was like, let's just not do it. I was like, yeah, you call Adam and you tell him no show. And he was like, yeah, no show. And I was like, wow. Uh, it's the well, first time. I mean, I knew we had to pack up and leave and all that crap, and it would have been just a stress. And we're doing it today. If we did, again, if we didn't do it today, it wouldn't have happened. Then it would, yeah, it wouldn't have been the case. It's okay, though. So we are My favorite part of the cup where, where was meeting so many of our listeners. Yeah, many of whom are here tonight. That's one of the really cool, yeah, we, we, things uh, about tonight. We and we had people bringing us product that they actually grew first, like strictly with uh, our with, stuff from our show. Yeah, with, with Jeremy, like I contacted Jeremy. They're from California, but they contacted Jeremy. And they got the coconut water. And they got the aloe vera. They pretty much did everything we were telling them. So and and it was awesome. It was, it's great herb, great herb. Uh, some it was uh, some delicious banana OG Oregon kids banana OG or banana, banana kush. OG that banana, banana OG squished really really well too. Oh, did it? Yeah, oh. yeah I squished it. S- speaking of squish, we got uh, the guys from Smash Rousin in the house. They're out on the patio. Uh, D Money from Incredible Extracts in the building. Obviously, Mr. Crunchy in the hot seat right now. I see Frenchy Cannoli. Frenchy Cannoli's in back. Dave from Golden Coast is in back. It's going to be a star-studded night. Star-studded. Star-studded. <laughs> oh, and uh, for people who care about the Super Bowl. 
Oh. Go Broncos. That's it. Done. No more Super Bowl. I thought Peyton Manning was going to be on the show later. Yeah, actually. Way to ruin the surprise, Crunchy. Fuck. Fuck. We might as well not have him now. That was the whole thing. We, he yeah, had to he get right on the jet after the game yeah. to announce no, his retirement no here. No jet. He's driving. He's not going to make it before the broadcast. Yeah, it's over. fine. It's fine. All right. Well, we'll have Peyton Manning on, I guess, tomorrow <laughs> when he gets here. Uh, in the meantime, um, you got any clips lined up for me? Champy there? We absolutely do. Uh, and shout out to Kyle, the intern, for handling the news. Wow. This is the first week we had an actual intern do stuff. And here's the thing. Kyle, the intern, did these. So if they suck... I'm not oh. going to read them, and I want you guys to just keep track of how Kyle the intern's performing. Do I ever get to meet Kyle the and intern? He's not, a, he's not even Korean. This is amazing. You can meet him when you come to. Mexico okays two more permits to import medicinal cannabis. The Mexican government is letting the parents of two more sick girls import a cannabis-derived medicine to, for their treatment. The Federal Health Commission says in a statement that it has authorized the parents' request to bring hemp oil into the country. In a landmark decision late last year, a judge ordered the government to allow the parents of another girl suffering from a severe form of epilepsy to import a similar product. That ruling did not establish a general legal right to import medicinal marijuana, but the new approvals announced Monday indicate a willingness to okay such petitions without an explicit court order to do so. The commission says it aims to, quote, accelerate patients' access to alternative treatments. Last week, Mexico launched a formal debate on the use of medicinal marijuana. So that's pretty big news. We're, they don't say where they're importing it from, though. I mean, I guess uh, States, uh, I would think. probably Mary's Medicinals. <laughs> you think? That'd be interesting. <laughs> uh, I wonder how much Mexico is busting CBD coming in the mail to Mexico. Let's not this. talk about that. What? Jeez. What, you send a bunch of CBD to Mexico that you don't <laughs> no, want to lose? No. <laughs> Let's not talk about Let's the CBD-Mexico connection <laughs> right <laughs> now. There's a lot of things in the air. I keep letting Adam's phone We got... Oh, okay, cool. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, this is interesting. This actually ties with that. Way to go. Look at the intern putting stories together. I wish I'd read all of them. Hit the button. This is good. This is, and because this ties... Yeah. Okay, way to go, intern. California-based medical marijuana eyes Mexico as next big market. There you go. We're putting together, we're putting together stories that's here. This is well. That's what happens when you have interns that actually spend more mm. than four seconds looking at stories. We're All right. So, medical marijuana Inc., a pioneer in the industrial uh, hemp business, uh, is betting on Mexico as its next big market as the country opens up to the import of some cannabis-derived products. So I guess there, maybe the guy's selling the CBD. Could be. Uh, so, is this why you don't want us to talk about it, kid? You didn't want us to ruin the surprise. Yes. Yeah, sure. Good idea. Uh, the California-based company manufactures a hemp oil which can, under permits granted this week, be imported to Mexico for the first time to treat specific medical cases. It already supplies a similar product to Brazil. So, there you go. Answer that question. Yeah, that was quick. Wow. Wow. See, that's <laughs> how fast Kyle. it is on the Adam Dunn Show. Kyle, Kyle got that turnaround. Killing the game. Yeah, well, hopefully he can keep up. I can't wait to give Kyle a high five. I know. Here, let's hit it. Uh, organic cannabis. One Colorado hemp farm has earned uh, the USDA's blessing. That's huge. Who's that? Well, I didn't know this. In Longmont. What? Is this Jason? Who the fuck is this? <laughs> Colorado is now home to some of the nation's first certified organic cannabis, which comes from a comes with a blessing from federal regulators. CBDRX, a Longmont, Colorado cannabis farm, has secured a certification to market its products with the organic seal from the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Never heard of them. <laughs> Who was that? The U.S. Department of Was that Regis? No, no. Was that Regis? Regis, Regis Feldman uh, just Isn't arrived from the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Later. Later? But I've never heard of that company in Longmont. Well, I've never uh, even seen the farm. you think you, you would see that farm. A big you drive past farm? it every day. 
He's got a phone. Yeah, there's only there's three farms in Longmont. Do we recognize that guy? I don't know. All right, we'll give him a shout. Or we'll Google Maps it and find the place. What's his elite strains that he has? <laughs> elite CBD. As long as the industrial hemp is grown according to the farm bill, it can be certified organic to the USDA National Organic Program, wrote Penelope Zuck, the agency's organic program accreditation manager, in an email correspondence obtained by KUNC, who posted this story. So, uh, wow, we can have organic hemp. Yeah, and that's basically what a lot of people were waiting on just because they realized that, you know, it's like... People who like hemp like organic. Well, yeah, and also so many people have been throwing the name or the word around that they're right. going to get themselves in Well, now it's only for hemp, though. Now they, they're not going to do drug cannabis quite yet. Not yet, but it'll happen. Oh, this yeah. is old. This what? is old. Kyle the intern, that's one thumbs down. Oh, game. boo. How old? Uh, like we read the story six months ago. Oh. At least. Nice. Pull it. Uh, study medical cannabis registrants, often over 50 years of age. Uh, patients who are registered to use medicinal cannabis in compliance with state law are often over the age of state 40, law. according to demographic assessment published online ahead of print in the Journal of Drug and Alcohol Dependence. An investigator with Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health assessed age demographics for medical marijuana participants in eight states with mandatory patient registries. Quote, among adults, medicinal marijuana uh, patients tended to be in their 40s and 50s, the study found. In several states, individuals in their 50s represented the largest age group of participants. What's well, the people that can appreciate it the most? You know, the I mean, cannabis medicine works so well for situations where the bodies become out of balance. So you see the more, most drastic result when yeah. time is allowed that imbalance to continue. Time. Time. <laughs> time, time is created imbalance. Crunchy, like you're quiet Hood. over there. You haven't even I made know. one... one Weird comment you know. in the in the past year. I've become a changed man. I can tell. No, tell. Come on. But he still has a knife on him. He pulled it out of his wallet. I did several several several, several knives. knives. That's yeah. that's what's good. As long as that's uh, cool, okay, we'll do this one. We'll do this one. Nice. And then we're gonna keep it moving. For your relief, kids cannabis kids vagina suppositories. Kids laughing. Eases period pain sold in U.S. <laughs> He's laughing. See? Can you read this? Kid, do you want to read this story? No. You can do the read with a straight face. Come on. In the latest battle in the war against agonizing period pains, suppositories filled with cannabis designs to be inserted into the, can you say this word, kid? Vagina (laughs) have hit the U.S. market. Many women experience period pain, or the technical name for it. As the muscular wall of the womb contracts and presses against neighboring blood vessels, this cuts off the blood supply to the womb and causes pain. Similar in shape to tampons, the suppositories are said to deliver the pain-relieving properties of cannabis without making users feel nice. high. Sold in packs of four for oh. 44 bucks. <laughs> wow. Each Foria relief capsule contains 60 milligrams of bad. THC and 10 milligrams yeah, of CBD, how much, as well how as cocoa I'm sure you'll be sticking it up your vagina really soon, vagina, right? Well, crunchy? I, I, depending on the vagina. Depending on like, uh, <laughs> vagina specific? It is vagina specific. It is, okay. It's not about what you would think in terms of the size, but really more about biochemical availability. Mm. I don't, I mean, this is just from my own personal standpoint. I don't think a suppository is the best way to handle menstrual cramping. I think uh, uh, a cannabis, like, especially like oral, that would actually not be psychoactive but act on like actual neuroleptic pain and cramping would be better than <laughs> shoving a suppository <laughs> up your vagina <laughs> up your vagina crunchy up your vagina 
Whoa. All right, let's wrap it on this. <laughs> is there still a party happening? Yes, there is. Yeah. You they're told everybody to be quiet. And they're doing a good job. <laughs> they're doing way too good a job. There's yeah, no background noise. No one would believe that there's still a party. They're like, there's no party. Can we get someone from the party to, make to be noise. here make so noise. they can be like, yeah. like, let's get Frenchie or someone so people believe that we're actually having a party and it's not just us in a hotel room. Uh, would it be not a party if it was just us in a hotel room? All right. That's true. It would still be a party. So how was your cup, Adam? It was good. It was, uh, I mean, uh, I think I, I'm glad we came this week, put it that way, because it seemed like everybody was pissed off about last week oh of yeah. being so last rainy and stuff. Last week sucked. Exactly. So, I mean, we picked the good week. That made me feel good about the whole thing. And uh, I had, I personally had very limited amounts of things to do, so I got a chance to just kind of cruise around for once. Of course, <laughs> what? Nothing. What are you laughing at? Nothing at all. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> at all. Normally, I'm in the, in the <laughs> busiest man in cannabis. Yeah. yeah. Who? You, no. you, oh, of course. Usually. usually, usually. Well, usually, yeah. Usually, I got hoodlum and, and THCs and all these things, and I'm trying to run five booths or something like that. But yeah, this year was kind of relaxed. I'm just hanging out with with uh, Dark Horse. So, uh, favorite part of the cup? Um, I don't know. It's a tough one. Uh, I think. I mean, the key to the cups for me is always just seeing people. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's like you know, just running into certain people. But you ran into some people you didn't expect to see, right? I did. I mean, seeing Rob and oh. everything was was, was good. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and I saw well, I saw Chris Bliss. That was Chris amazing. Bliss was Chris a total Bliss, shocker. He was back. I really like the, the Bliss is too. back. Oh, speaking of edibles. Yeah, you gotta keep eating. I got that. plenty here, dude. Dude, but take down another yo, five yo, milligrams. Yo, 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 yo. That's four of those. No, yo. they're they're way stronger. Than hey, no. hey, yo, yo. And I know what he Choose some of the gum. So I don't, or has at least has to eat. He's not eating one milligram edibles. No, they're not for him. Yo. he's just taking the whole bag to his face. Yeah, because they're so weak. <laughs> yeah, they're, dude, I got I some gum got too. I got some gum if you want it. Freshen up between the the edibles. The edibles. For sure. No. All right. Uh, well, we got Frenchie on deck. Look he's gonna he's gonna hop in crunchy. See, we're gonna finish discussing our cup, Frenchie, and then we're gonna bring you on. I didn't think it would work uh, that you would get here there so quickly when I called for you. This is what having an intern is. Production intern. Oh my god, I'm not ready for this. But we didn't have one. He didn't, he didn't. It used to be me. What are you talking about? Oh, he would never. But then you got promoted because of your great work. Promoted yeah. and the Emmy. Let's well, never Emmy forget the Emmy. Never forget the Emmy. Ryan, how is that? You've been cracking nuts no, with that thing lately? Or? No, we're not talking about the Emmy. It's we're talking about dust, the cup. But the cup was was okay. We didn't win anything, so. Oh, it was you know, it was a kid's first like entry first into the real cup. Into the cannabis cup. Thank you. Um, but no, it, other than that, it was it was the champ is over. Here. The people at the NOS event center are not very nice. They're not nice to you. They were great to us. No, the high times people are great. No, the people NOS and staff were. They gave problem. me a ride back to the van in one of their golf carts. Staff yeah, people, dude. not high times no. people. They yeah. picked me up and gave me a ride. I wasn't even asking Other for it. Other than one. that, it was a great time. It was slightly disorganized, but there was a great turnout. Well, it was the first time that they actually like handed it off for the you know to, to right just to a production company. Right? Right. It's really funny because like high times they don't have the production experience, but they do have the dealing with tens of thousands of stone people experience. And, that's and the totally production different. company, they have the production experience, but they did not. <laughs> Have right. the stoned people experience. Stone and that's people. a whole learning curve. Oh yeah! If you don't have that part, you can't pull one of these off. It was good though. I mean, we met a bunch of cool people, and we got to run into a bunch of people that I haven't you, seen. You, you, got you got to squish. Favorite person? Favorite person you got to meet? Most exciting? We got to meet, or like or somebody that I got to run into. I really, I mean, crunchy, of course. But no, I got to meet. Uh, I got to run into Shane from uh, the Medicine Press. Um, my buddies from Fortunate Youth were trying to play at the Vader stage before they were making an ass out of themselves and almost cut the stage closed down. What? Right, right before I came here. <laughs> what? ass out of himself. Um, I mean, always, you know, seeing the guys from Aqua Labs and the guys from Gold Coast is always nice. So we, you know, saw a bunch of people. Nice. It was good stuff. Yeah. Crunchy, how was your cup? Um, it was cool. 
first cup I had in my own booth. Yeah, you were all. You want to hide the gum? You and Crispy. And Not really. It was like okay. dueling. Um, you saw Crispy again today. He was trying to give me caramel apples. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I, that's basic yeah. punk. Yeah, I he guess. Was, I he guess was that caramel apple stage. You know, he wasn't quite there. I'll plug the gum. Plus gum. It's plus gum. gum. It's good. It's gum <laughs> makes, it's makes gum. you high. Makes you high. Plusgum.com. There you go. Go to plusgum.com and there's a map. Plusgum.com. Yeah.com. Come on, man. Late night shows. Who knows what's going to happen? Speaking of late night Thanks for equating my gum to come. That's nice for the brand. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Plus gum, it squirts in your mouth. Yeah. Oh, remember those squirty Craig's things? Do you remember, that? Do you remember that yeah. when those gums came out? They were You're trying to ruin me, so I'll come back to your show. Yep. <laughs> I had a great cup. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Good. Got to hang out with Rob Clark for the first time. That was... Pre- I mean, I met Rob before, but I haven't like just hung with me and him, chatted for a while. That was right. awesome. Nice. Uh, met a lot of cool people. A lot of listeners of the show. That's always my favorite part, is when people come up... Well, that one kid who came up who was like, yeah, I learned to grow pretty much from your show, yep. and it was fire. Yeah. Um, no, and that was, and that again, like we bunch, we got people here that we met. Yeah. Invited them up. What was awesome though was that when you walked around with an Adam Dunn show shirt on, nobody recognized you. <laughs> That's how it works. When <laughs> I walked around next to you and I was wearing my Adam Dunn show shirt, everybody double takes, double takes. Uh, are, and then one dude came up to me and said, "Are you Adam?" And then as soon as I opened my mouth and he heard my voice, he was like, "Oh, you're Mitch." Yeah. That's Adam. So he doesn't listen. He doesn't watch the. He podcast. definitely doesn't know about the beard. Yeah, well, he's right? just podca- that's like he's probably podcasting. Yeah, it on podcast. It's hard to hear the beard. It's hard to hear. It but you, you can. Do you think it people who beardy. don't know just think that the beard is just like part of the gimmick? Like they they, they don't know who you are, so they just think the beard is yeah, part just, of the logo. I'm a, I'm or a cleanly shaven dude with fake right. beard. We're actually right. twins. Wow, that's loud. Wow. Way to go, Mitch. Yeah, well, it's Gazi. It's got Gazi wants to come to the party. That's great. Is that Gazi? Oh, this party is about to go downhill. About to get turned turned out. Running into Chris Costas. Always oh, awesome. Okay. Oh, yeah, that was good. Were you able to tell him apart? Yes, I made him my guide. There was it was no problem. I, that guide uh, resolved all questions. I hope it did. And there was no... Uh, it wasn't Chris Cassis and Chris Cassish. So what? They were K-Dash. Both, their no, names are not the same. Sorry. K-Dash. Sorry. See, your guide really resolves Yes, I still didn't help him with the spelling. No. Don't ever don't ever get me on the spelling. But, yeah, met a lot of cool... Chris from Davenport hooked us up with a bunch of... Flaves. Really, fire flaves. He wanted uh, to shot some of that. That was fantastic. Whatever the, this one over here. The CBD problems. one is definitely on point. Yeah. It's like proper cherry. Yeah, yeah. I actually haven't tasted it yet. Let's do one of those. They might come through. I have it right here. I have the CBD. Oh, it's yeah, they. Oh, these guys all should be. Oh, you have some too. Yes. You got the old man CBD. I guess so. Oh wow! Plenty of CBD around. Here. Here. Boom. Boom. All right. You want to bring Frenchie on? Let's bring Frenchie in. Oh, cool. cool. Wait, Frenchie. It's like crunchy and Frenchie. And yeah, we're yeah. Just, we're moving up. Pretty much the same yeah. thing. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty Alphabetical. Much. Just changing the first three letters. First three to four letters. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, no, no. We don't have to change the end. Just the first Whoa. three letters. Whoa. Hey. Hey. Whoa. Uh. You are the same person, actually. <laughs> Chat room, did you guys get that? That one was good. <laughs> that was like archer level subtlety. <laughs> Wording. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys later. Yeah, come on back soon. I will, maybe. We miss you. I miss you guys too. We do. We definitely. Brandish and I. You know, okay, I, I'll, I'll say it. I kind of miss you on the show too because I oh. say a lot less when you're there. They don't require me to say as much when they when they're running out shit. It used to just be like, "Country, keep the soul Dabber. alive." Now Dabber. it's like they look at me and I don't know what the fucking say. And then I started doing really bad impressions. It's really gone down. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Speaking of which, what are you talking about? Let's just let's let's yeah, bring yeah. the legend on well, first, I'm, and then I'm we done. can talk about doing. Well, you can talk to him. Legend himself, Regis Philbin. Mr. Regis Philbin. (laughs) (laughs) 
Let's go. He says, "We Crunchy, I rock misses you." Frenchy, thank you for your patience, sir. How's the chat room doing? How many do we have? Chat room. A few. We got sixty-four to sixty-seven in the basic. Yeah, it's late night. It's late. Bike said he was going to bed. Bike is apparently not paralyzed anymore. Really? He, f- he finally made it through his... I don't think it was I don't know, I think when we left that he was still paralyzed. He wasn't paralyzed in the first place. It's insane. It's, uh, the technical term, I believe, is paralyzed. No, paralyzed means you can't move. He, he couldn't, said move. He he couldn't, couldn't move. get out of bed. That's paralyzed. Oh, that's <laughs> no, in my not. book, that's paralyzed. Okay. So, Mr. Frenchie. Yeah. I smoking flowers did. over here. I was expecting some... No, he's, he just squeezed it into hash. Now it's hash. This is one Ethiopian land race. Ethiopian land race? Frenchie bringing the exotic... Looking for it, always. <laughs> Why do you think I travel all my life? It's because I want exotism. Let's talk about your travels. That's a good subject for today's little. You know, we improv this. You brought it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, had, I mean, we talked about hash. We talked had a great discussion about resin at the Emeralds Cup. So let's talk about your history a little bit. Your travels. It's I. I grew up on. I think my, uh, my biggest hero were adventurers and travelers. And when I was 18, that's the uh, only thing that I really, really wanted to do in my life. And I did it for 18 years nonstop. I never stayed more than three months in one place for 18 years. Like, I, you know, when, when you are in a place where you don't know nothing, nobody, that everything is new, the sounds, the smells, the, your awareness ah, goes to a level that is really like high and you have so much input that it becomes dope you just need it you just need that much new stuff always in your life to uh, to make it happen i don't know how to say it, to say it it's like uh, like a kid playing video game in a certain way you have so much input that you just need that always sure it's it's the uh, it's that novelty that constant stimulus of yeah novelty. yeah yeah basically yeah i like to to be in uh, in something totally foreign and absorbing it and uh, and being part of it in a certain way i don't know so did your travels take you to end to the same regions multiple time or you traveled widely or why don't you just kind of lay out the the travel path path for us I, I, I actually never really counted how many country i've been but i uh india was really uh, something that it's a country where you don't fall in love at first sight you need I didn't like it for the first three months to tell you the truth. I just wanted to go back to Mexico, the peyote. Was it too hectic? No, it's too slow. Oh, really? It's too slow and it's overbearing. Like, people, when they're interested in you, they touch you. They're, they're really, like, physical in a way. Yeah. And it was the first time in my life where I was... I was really standing out, a foreigner. All the country I've been before, like all over the Mediterranean Sea, any Latino country, I, I half understand the language or speak it, and I look the same. So it's like I was a foreigner, but uh, part of yeah, the culture. Asia really was yeah. a cultural shock, and it's Asia. It's like India until you really understand the culture what's behind what you see you just cannot appreciate it yeah. and then when I, you, what, I so when was the when, when did you set off like when you were 16 or 18 18 or, yeah. I, I had to you wait until I was major finished, to uh, you finished uh, you at least finished school and stuff uh, and kind, of uh, kind of and I was waiting like 18 you're a major your family cannot 
tell yeah. you anything anymore. Right. That's <laughs> that's true. True. And you didn't leave until you were 19, right? You right. went over and visited like right yeah. before you turned 19, and then yeah. Exactly. But the contrast, of course, Adam set up roots and became the American in Amsterdam. And Frenchy, you stayed. He just on kept the moving. I just moved. Yeah, yeah that I just I, uh, three months was a ma- three months. You start to have a little habit. You know too you much the routine. place. Yeah. You have a routine. That's it. That was it. I had to move. Frenchy, how many Doesn't languages can you speak? Now, uh, only really two fluent and uh, half a dozen kind of. I'm sure you can. I'm sure Adam, you can. How many can can you speak? None. One. <laughs> one. 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 Barely. Spence How's that? Like 18 years in Holland and 24 years, and I still don't speak the language. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up a lot. I, I, I definitely, and I told you a million. I can tell you thousands of reasons why, but, but that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so at what point did your travel come? I, I do want to go back to the traveling, but heck, come on, you're here. We're talking about hash. So uh, at what point did the travel coincide with Hash, or was that uh, it, from the uh, it from the beginning? From the beginning. It's like in those 18 years of travel, I would spend three, four months in a producing place, making Hash for the rest of the year, basically. I was a bum. I just made Hash at the season and smoked it on the beach the rest of the year. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, where, so where was the first place you went to make Hash? Um, at home. Oh, in France, <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, actually, Mexico, Morocco, India, Pakistan, so Nepal. When you, so when you went to Mexico, was it, uh, I mean, because there's not much of a hash culture in Mexico. I mean, it's definitely, especially back in the day. No, but at that time, I was very much into uh, Castaneda, peyote, sure. mushroom, was that it? type of... Uh, sure, so Mexico uh, wasn't purely hash. Yeah. Mexico had a different lure. And I, I got connected with people who had plantations, so because we, we knew how to make hash, they brought us there. So, and you, we yeah, so, that's, so that's kind of what I was leading to. So you got to make hash there and show those people a little bit of yeah, what, what it's a little bit, yeah. which is uh, I mean it's it's kind of interesting too because like uh, there's just some regions just don't do it you know what I mean like in the same in Asia like when you go to Thailand you won't really occasionally you'll find it but it's very it's rare hard. it's hard it's really hard yeah. it's like we, we were invited because because we knew our stuff from uh, from Europe and they were interested to see it happen but otherwise, that's not something you see in, uh, in Mexico. No, no, for sure. And, and uh, I mean, it, it, I think it's more like the newer, the, the places that grow flower, like, like, in, like I was saying, like in Thailand, the places like that that are more flower-focused. Um, you know, it, interestingly enough, a lot of those genetics aren't the ones we grow. You know what I mean? Most of us grow the hash-producing stuff because we're all focused on but now resin 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 resin, resin. but now everybody's terp orientated and so now i think is when those exotic sativas and things become interesting those exotic sativa make chas that's Mm -hmm. the best and resin that you can get it's like those indica plants it's like according to uh, to rob clark it would all start with a sativa so there is a good chance that if it's a sativa it all started in the, at the feet of the Himalaya, somewhere. Right. And if that plant moves, the Indo-Kush of the Ima- and the Himalaya are really close to one of each other. But the, the climate and the, the, ge- the geography, the environment is totally different. One is really super green and tropical. Yeah. The other one is super dry. So you cannot have, not only the plant change her leaf and her, her size to adapt to that region, but she couldn't have a super sticky resin that would, uh, would have uh, all the dust to it that would like not only not 
compare all that UV lightning and also it's like it wouldn't protect from insects it's like it's not a protection anymore if you have a layer of dust on a, on a sticky resin right, so the, the resin has to change the characteristic uh, also like there is such a difference between an indica resin and a sativa resin it's huge yeah and, I, and you get those dry kind of resins which are, are never want to stick to each other you know what I mean and then you get I the ones that are so oily that you can't you can't get you it can, off you uh, can't get it off the paper or you can't or just I mean it's, it, and that's the crazy part and I, I think it's interesting to see the evolution of this industry just because back in the day when there was very few people out there that made it most people a lot of people smoked it but very few people were making it because it was it just wasn't really you have to go you had to go to the country yeah and the the learning curve is really not sharp because it's only one season a year right and uh, years, and we didn't have any uh, any information, anything to really rely on. It's, uh, yeah, and I think also the p- biggest thing is the seasonal changes. Like if you're in the, near the equator, you don't get any season change as much. You know what I mean? So you don't have that like cold, unless you're in the high desert or something like that. But you don't get those cold. You needed that cold to be able to produce it in the first place. And you know, as you know, like with with it's really about timing. You have a certain amount of time. You can go out. You can like harvest. September, October, wait till January, February, process, but you can't go too long, you know what I mean? Because everything changes. And if you live in Mexico, I mean, you don't really ever even get those days. You don't have that. So that probably was part of it, the lack of hash culture. is just that it wouldn't really be as easy, you know? It's like... I don't know, because we don't have really any any source, any, uh, any idea literally of the origin of ash or uh, even hand rub. There is no history, nothing about it until the 7th, 12th century. And when you think of it, the first thing that you do when you have contact with that plant, yeah. it's you get sticky. The first sure. thing that happened to you, it's a resin contact. Yeah. There is no way that by 10,000 BC, people would have breeded uh, a plant that produced cannabinoid to a plant that produced seeds and uh, and uh, and uh, fiber uh, without having any understanding of of that resin when uh, <coughs> when well, it has so much potential in it you know what i mean yeah Absolutely. well like you, like you said if you're just t- i mean literally if you're just around the plant physically you'll, if you touch it you're going to have to get that resin off your hand and when you do that and when you do that the only way to get it off is literally to like rub it hard and or get it in your mouth and or rub it off your teeth you know you know how hard it is like ah you know. and, and <coughs> so there's got to be somebody who uh, picked up on that and the crazy story it's like the first contact that humanity may have had with that plant that is born <laughs> or in the Himalaya or in Central Asia we come from South Africa we were in that part of the world two million years ago, after almost a million something years of migration. Those people had the knowledge that brought cultivation. They went through uh, 200,000 plants to find the 12 plants that still feed us today. Mm-hmm. They really knew nature to a point. They must have had... A, a connection with plant and animal at, at a level that we uh, we can't even comprehend it today. The, the interesting thing when you imagine the, the history of hash, right, and, and when it could have started, the thing that I talk about not often but sometimes is that 
when you look at like the anthropo- anthropological record, you don't find any culture where hashish use does not coexist with like a belief in some types of alchemy and certain other cultural complexes. And you can trace those far, far back. And it's not like they would all show up at, at some point. Um, it's not. Our new podcast may get into more stuff like that. But, uh, you know, we don't usually go into crazy philosophical stuff. Like <laughs> this, but, hey, it's the late night. What the hell, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, there's as you said, there's no way that it, it just all of a sudden, a little while ago, everyone realized, hey, well, I don't know what. There's sticky stuff can be collected. Uh I could believe that records were suppressed of it until a little while ago, effectively. Or it might have been considered something that was just so basic that, you know, there's not writings from ancient Egypt on how to boil water, but they definitely did it. No, you know? or so precious that people didn't want to share the secret of it. Like uh, incense, some incense had uh, well, uh, worth uh, their weight in gold and more. But was it was really secret coming from really certain place. Sure. So if the if the plant was born in the Himalaya, yeah, possible that a culture would hold this for a very long time until the Veda, like three thousand, well. five thousand years ago, which is like when you think of the two million years potential of contact with a plant, five thousand years ago, it's not that much, and that's the first really actual writing talking about resin. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I think the the likelihood is, right, as everything probably was at that stage, right? In that stage of human culture, uh, everything to do with planting was highly controlled by the priesthood uh, because they could read the stars and they could read the seasons and they could do, do all that. And a lot of the agricultural processes were related to... Uh, and that's where a lot of this overlap comes from, right? Like, well, imagine imagine incense that gets you high. I mean, like, yeah. And that's, I mean, I don't know now if you're this incense. There's a book, good incense. Let me marijuana say. in the Bible. Every time we burn this, all the incense in the Bible was hash. This guy Jeff Brown. We can get him on the show. I, yeah. I know him. Uh, but yeah, he. It's but good research. Like for me, this is really recent like history it. to tell you the truth. It's like there is there is a huge gap, even even the use of the plant as a psychoactive plant has been hidden. It start, everything starts 10,000 BC. In China, they do hemp. Hello? It's like there is a lot happening before you can breed a plant to do hemp when that plant yeah. is like genetically engineered by nature to produce as much cannabinoid as possible. Oh well, yeah, and, to get, it, and to get it to that fibrous point, you're going to have to go through a lot of processing. So there's you definitely know I mean? resin it's coming off those plants. Especially yeah. in when it's not really a conscious breeding. You know what I mean? It's so it's selection. like, yeah. uh, so it's like, what's what's going on of that culture who actually use that plant as a psychoactive plant? The, we have nothing about it. Nothing. It's like the oldest culture are. Uh, Is that a question from the question? question? <laughs> My name's James. Oh, James, you gotta ask it into the mic. Hey. Hey guys, I'm. My name's James. I'm a plant microbiologist. Can I join this discussion? Yes. yes unfortunately, we, we don't. Oh, oh! Yeah. If you don't mind standing, you can take the I kids' have no mic. No problem standing. Okay. So oh, cool. please. Yeah. And we can bring a chair over too if we want. Yeah. We grab one of those. Oh, excuse me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we like that. We, we love scientists. Oh, so, so James, you're going to talk into. Let me help you here. You're going to talk into the front, the flat part there. Make sure there's tape. You're going to talk into the little square of tape. Let's get him a seat. Yeah, we'll get you a seat. We'll fix right, it up. Thanks. 
You may not be on camera, yeah, James. That's nice, that's nice. Well, that's exactly what we want to hear because that's why we throw these little. That's exactly why we brought you here. Live parties. There's a reason you're in this room. So, uh, oh, you got to show. You got to unscrew this thing. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, make sure you give one to the kid if he's outside. Especially, Thanks, sir. there we go. Oh yeah, look at that. There and then James again. You're gonna talk in a little piece of turn tape. It, turn it forward. Right. Yeah, forward. This way. So he's not the top, but the side. Yeah, not the top, but the side. He's gonna talk into. So there you go. That's it. Perfect. Oh, uh, Shay, you're so, awesome. Thanks. So tell us uh, where and we'll, yeah, turn it sideways. All right, there you go. All right. Can like everybody that. hear me? Yep. Yeah, that sounds great. Oh, right, Frenchie, awesome. we didn't want to lose you. He's not. He's Frenchie's coming back. Don't okay. you worry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> James. There you go. Perfect. Hey, by the way, I apologize for interrupting. You. No. Oh, no, 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 no. This no, is no. a conversation. We're not doing it in a closet. We're doing it in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Pop up. Just get a little right. closer if you would. That's the fun with you. It's like it's just a conversation. Oh, <laughs> that wasn't good. Cool. That wasn't me, by the way. That was you guys. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, yeah I no, take no, all no. of it. So, uh, I saw the conversation. It's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I've got a background in plant microbiology. Uh, I studied at the University of Arizona. Uh, I did research stuff. Uh, I've got a company right now called Cannabolics. Uh, in the cannabis industry, I'm selling uh, phytohormones and whatnot. Uh-huh. But uh, I have a, I kind of have some deep knowledge in, uh, you know, ethnobotanicals, and I understand what you guys are talking about right now. And I thought I could jump in and just sure. uh, say what's up. Yeah. Well, well yeah. what was the first thing that caught your caught your attention? Got your gears spinning? I'd love to uh, love to hear your thoughts, your reactions to the conversation so far. Well, it's actually really interesting what you guys are talking about because, uh, you know, we're all basically creatures of this world. And so it's so hard saying, okay, I want to be an empiricist, I'm going to step outside of it, and I'm going to be inside of it and yet be part of it. And it's so hard being a subjective human being. Right. And you guys made a point that, like, uh, captured me, and I want to come talk to you. What was the point? Yeah, well, which point was that? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> okay, so he's not a scientist. He's a high intest right now. Yeah, high let's, go. let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay, high guy. <laughs> let's do this. So when do you think humans first uh, used cannabis uh, psych- for psychoactive purposes? Oh, wow. Uh, okay, so what does the uh, science say? Maybe um, 6,000 years ago, 4,000 years ago, something like that maybe on the Asian steps, uh, maybe before then, you know. Uh, but really, uh, if we've got endocannabinoids and all these things, man, what does it matter? We eat chocolate, we do these things, man, plants and us, are, we're all one thing. We're all one thing, and we all, we all need them to, um, you know, realize our world. We eat chocolate every day to increase our, you know, What's it? Uh, theobromine. Theobromine. Ah, I all see. Right. We're on the we're on the same path. Yeah. So, all right. So, <laughs> so here's here's my interesting. So, you know, if you if you're hanging at science level with me, this is what I find most interesting about uh, all plants and cannabis. So, the precursors of CBG, right, in the plant, are uh, geranium pyrophosphate, and then the two others. I can never remember. That maybe you can help me. So here's what's amazing is because we're talking about the MEP metabolic pathway. Okay. Right? And so uh, in the cannabis plant, and actually this uh, family of plants has 170 different 
little uh, things. Hops is one of them, right? And the MEP metabolic pathway, right? We can start uh, inserting different things, and you can upregulate and downregulate things. And plants are interesting because it's kind of repressing a repressor. So, uh, in this metabolic pathway, uh, the or the point I was going to make regarding this, and, and, and thank you for that insight. Okay. Uh, those three compounds that react with one another to mm. form CBG, which then becomes either THC or CBD, mm. are only found all together in cannabis that in we the think, cannabis and, plant, right? and I'll yeah. get back to that, but all those individual things are found in other plants. They're not things that are alien to plants. None of these compounds is only in cannabis, but they're only all together in cannabis. But doesn't it all start only by a bonding of terpene and phenol? Yes, one of those okay. is a terpene and one is so a phenol. So the, yeah. the first magic happening is the bonding of terpene that you find everywhere in the plant kingdom, sure. and phenol it's 70% of any product natural that we eat. Exactly. And in only that specific resin head, it bound together using some enzyme we don't even know how it happened and it create 80 plus cannabinoid and here's what's crazy though because you're absolutely right and that's the this weird point a, it's miraculous yeah the probability is is impossible that's why it's so important for everybody that work with resin to really understand what is happening in that resin head because they deal it's like they work with the product and they don't understand how this product, what this product is, how it's made, what it's becoming, how it changed to become what it is. It's like, it's like a blacksmith wanted to, uh, who don't know the property of metal, doesn't matter how badass is forged, he's not going to be able to do anything with it. Yeah. And it's like the first things we really, really need to understand. Or, ba- and if or you baking have or anything like that. You're I- like, oh, I- this I- didn't anyway, work. If you have any love, any understanding for the magic that that plant is giving you, it's that resin head. Decor. And, and the, uh, the, the only other, and this is the other weird thing that I was talking with Jim Frere about on, on my, one, my solo show there. So there are some lichens that actually have two of these three compounds and now they found rare varieties of ones where they do create THC create CBG so THC so the precursors. precursors yeah I mean in really low amounts and they're lichens so they grow really slowly <coughs> but maybe slowly maybe slowly every plant will develop <laughs> will be able to eventually well yeah it'd be interesting to see if they I mean the things like seaweed and lichens and things like that those are all pretty easy to transfer those are like things that definitely could facilitate transfer of THC, CBD, CBG, something like that. Um, where are they? Is it is it better than cannabis? I doubt it. No, you know, it's that's, not. Like that's per that's square foot. No that's thing <laughs> cannabis is so vigorous growing and stuff. Yeah, I don't. I could never see seaweed growing fast enough or proper enough to be able to facilitate it. But it could. I mean, but theoretically, of course, it could work. I, I think only bamboo grow faster. Yeah. Than cannabis. Yeah. I read a research journal recently. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of a research journal nut. I read like one a day. Right. Because uh, kind of on there. And uh, I read recently that um, 
what they did is they spliced the um, gene that's responsible for the production of you know THC and CBDs into a yeast culture and grew it into a uh, right. They yeah. grew it in a bioreactor. You know, they yeah, we grew it in a yeast culture, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but the problem was that they had to uh, insert a precursor to that, and the precursor was a plant precursor. So it was like you know, pretty much uh, you know, it's uh, like Sativex. Yeah, it was. Really <laughs> they still need to use a plant. They still need to use a plant, yeah. and like you mentioned, uh, right now, um, yeah. like these, uh, you know, like ocean-growing sure. plants, and that's what's up. Yeah, no, people are on it. I mean, yeah, definitely, but. But again, like you can't beat nature once again. Like it's no, like, well, we damn, talked, this we talked to Matt Brown about it. Even with he was he ran that program up in Canada. Right. He, at, uh, he set it all up with the university and all that. And what he said at the end of the day is like it was a good idea until they the law started getting loose enough to actually use real cannabis. If you absolutely couldn't use real cannabis and it was the only way you had to do it, you <laughs> could do it. But if you could actually use cannabis, there's no reason to do it. You'll never get the efficiency of, of nature. Yeah. Right, right. So are you guys familiar with, like, uh, different agrobacteriums? Like, uh, there's agrobacterium uh, tumefensis, and what they do is they take this... Uh, kind of plastid and take a piece out of the plastid and splice it in and they take the agrobacterium tumefensis they infect it with a plant and like what it does it infects the plant and inserts that plastid in the plant genome and makes a uh, you know uh, transgenic plant that's that's pretty much how they do it but there's different kinds of agrobacteriums right there's uh, agrobacterium resogenus for instance and what that does is you infect the plant with this bacteria is it creates a morphogenesis root culture like crazy. You could grow, grow this stuff in a bioreactor. People are thinking the wrong way right now with cannabis. They're trying to grow a plant and extract it. They're not trying to grow it in a pharmaceutical environment. And that's what's up right now. Well, I mean, obviously the pharmaceutical industry is all over it, right? And, and at the end of the day... What? <coughs> Answer it. Oh, for the room? Yeah, I guess. That's her. Got it. Um, you know, the pharmaceutical, uh, that's the thing. It's like right now, it's like that's the goal for many people. I like, want to grow pharmaceutical grade cannabis. Um, the problem is that the minute you, s- when you step away from the organic side of it all, you end up a lot of times, you know, missing a lot of the magic that was there. And that's, that's kind of where, um, you know, I've seen plenty of hydro systems that look beautiful and they, they'll, they'll produce weight, etc. Hey man, magic is a thing that primitive man makes up because it's something they don't understand. Let's do real science, homie. That said, science is a system of symbols used to manipulate construct, uh, concepts that they model. Ooh, <laughs> <which> <laughs> all word. Okay, yeah. Which magic is too? They're they're just different methods of modeling a system that you know. You're, you're these are laws, but no one wrote the laws. You're just you know sort of interpreting the laws. Uh, I don't know. That's that's my feedback on that. But I still want to smoke weed, not uh, stuff grown in pharmaceutical vats. No, but What's it's like you have the, like because you're a scientist, you have the, the problem. You forget that you're dealing with a living organism, a living organism that is aware and intelligent because they conquer the planet and every mobile being is doing what the plant wants them to do. Okay, it's like. You're living in an environment that is made by a living organism that you don't understand and you're trying to fuck with. Man, it's like science is beautiful, but nature is much, 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 much more. 
Okay. Well, the biggest problem is that, like, I mean, a pharmaceutical way of thinking is to do a single, you know, go after the single point, try to figure out what does the job. But the problem is that we already figured out that that doesn't work that way. No, but like that, that plant gives you all the cannabinoids, <laughs> all the terpen to create a new medicine. The only things you do it's to extract it. And we have the technology, actually, to extract it. So it's like the magic of the plant... We keep it as long as we smoke it. But if we want it to become into the medical world, it has to be extracted 99% THC, 99.9 CBD, and every cannabinoid can be extracted, every terpen, and you create a bank of cannabinoid and terpen produced by a plant, extracted by science. And then you have a new medicine that you can really create like to the millionth of micron like uh, a scientific a real medicine but it's still an extraction and the plant rule uh, and i mean so it, it, the, the differences between pharmaceutical me- medicine and plant-based medicine which i think there's a philosophical difference there uh, at the core and we're not doctors but we'll still talk about pot and by the way uh i just want a quick shout out to the chat room we're going to do shout outs to sponsors and we will keep go- keep rolling uh Interact with the chat room. First of all, chat room, shout out for listening on a Sunday night post-Super Bowl. I know everyone's doing something cool. Oh, yeah. Hopefully we're keeping you entertained. Uh, <coughs> Gorilla Glue 5. It's real. I'm holding it in my hand. There it is. Found it at the bottom of my bag. It was the first thing we got at the cup. And, and the first thing you lost. First thing I lost. <laughs> I, I was found like, in the bottom of my I bag. Like, I was like, where's that Gorilla Glue? Ah, uh, lost. I, it's called Saved, Adam. Lost. It's lost. called Saved for Later. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now we have it. That's good. There we go. Um, I mean, five. It's real. I think to go back to a little bit about what we were just talking oh. about. Oh, what are we doing? Shouts? We're going to go back. We're just oh, going to shout. Oh, okay. We're hey, going to do shouts. I want to interact. with man, I got a couple things to say. Like for real. Yeah, yeah oh, we're, yeah, coming, we're, we're coming right back. We're coming back. We're coming back. We're coming back. We're coming back. I want to. They're all talking in the chat. I, we have a chat room. There's like 70 people that are talking about the show, so I'm just right. interacting with them. They had a conversation. It's just super funny. They had a whole conversation about. About kidney stones, Adam, which oh, we really? were talking about the other I night. I saw that. Yeah. I saw some like somebody saying they're. I saw Buck's that. passing one right now. Really? We, yeah. We were so just mentioning it. That's because stoners don't drink enough water. That's yeah. Yeah. and what I have a theory on that. You want to know why? Why? Because the plants are like saving training water. us to keep the water for them. Those bastards. Push comes to shove. Because push comes to shove. If you had a gallon of water, would you drink it or give it to the plant? Plant. <laughs> of course. Because okay. I always feel like I can go without water. That's why I don't drink enough water to begin with. Because. I'm a stoner. That's part of our. It's part of our deal. Um, you want to shout outs? Let's shout out Growstone right off. Yeah, the bat. big ups to Growstone for making this event happen for us. Uh, we're gonna have them on a little later in the broadcast when we come back. Uh, we're gonna continue. Oh, Dave Golden Coast just walked in the room, so we'll have him on second hour. Oh, <coughs> don't disappear, Dave. Don't disappear. Uh, we're gonna come back here. Uh, of course, it's top the second hour. Just uh, continuing what we're doing in the first. Uh, let's continue there. So. Yeah, big ups, Growstone. We're gonna bring them in. Uh, third part, they're helping us make uh, today happen in a big way. Uh, big ups, Dark Horse Genetics, who's also our major sponsors in the most literal sense uh, for this evening, for this weekend, uh, and have been awesome. Uh, the Dark Horse Genetics booth was rocking hard. We had extracted rosin squishing away. Uh, it's been a good little trip out to California. So s- go straight to Dark Horse, probably. Uh, yeah, just pick up oh, dark. I didn't even listen. I wasn't listening. I was looking at. I was looking at this. I was like, "What, what is that? Is that pre-rolled joints? Pre-rolled joints. Mini joints, right? Little minis. Yeah, they're pre-rolled. Pre-rolled mini joints. Cool. Cali. Smoke them all at once. That's what we're doing. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. All of them at once. Yep. Sure. Um, oh, sh- wait a little minute. pinners. 
Uh, you want to shout out everybody? I mean, we do a couple. <laughs> do the usual roll. <coughs> oh, kids coming back to do some shouts. Oh, the kids. I'll keep doing this. I want you guys to have as many guests as you can, and I'll be here. Okay, for okay, okay. No, 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 no. We're coming back to. We're coming to. I want to hang out. I got to pee real quick. Oh no, no. If you do the Adam Dunn show, you don't drink water, you don't pee. Yeah. Shout out to our guests here from Cannabolics. Cannabolics. James Oxy. We'll do the whole thing, dude, for real. I can do it all night long. All right. All right. Well, all night long. And we'll bring back the kid with shout outs. All right. He's not doing shout outs. He's not doing them. Oh, he's doing graphic overlays. Wow. Or not overlays. This kid's on fire. This kid's on fire. Shout out Way to Grow. All right. Shout out Way to Grow. Our number one sponsor from day one. Denver's uh, leading uh, horticulture. It's weird to talk about Way to Grow when we're here in California. I but know, but we're going to do it anyway. We still love Way to Grow. We love Way of to Grow. Of course we do. And uh, they have seven locations all over Colorado, so wherever you're at, you will be uh, serviced well by them. Uh, my favorite shop, 1051 Platte River. Did you get all sticky? Yep. I have uh, a dab on my arm. Someone give me a torch. Uh, yeah, torch your arm. <laughs> Good idea. Give me a dab rack. Um, the 1051 Platte River. They also got Concentrate Corner, which is... D-Money's little spot that he's in here. Because you get D-Money on the show, too. Yeah, no, that's why we invite everyone to the party. That's a, that's ah, our trick. When we have to p- throw together a show on the like, road, we tell them it's a party. And then they're like, like who's going to be on the show? You're like, you. Send an order. Who's that? Is there anybody that you'd like me to say is to grab while you guys are doing anything? Uh, are you crying? What are you, what are you, are you no, crying? Dude, I have like no, <laughs> like no voice after this. Again, the music from all these booths is so loud that oh. if you're sitting this close to somebody at the cup, you have to scream at the top of your lungs to even be able to hear anything anymore. <coughs> Isn't that nice? It is. It's wonderful. So, shout so out to, to Incredibles. At can we get D Money in here doing Incredibles? Yeah, Incredibles. Go get D Money in here. He's in the building. It's kind of ridiculous not to have him here. <laughs> we got He has to hear we're doing all this work for him. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that. The kid just walks out the door and goes, "They want you to do the Incredibles ad." <laughs> Not like, "Hey man, it's time to." That wasn't you know, exactly what we Incredibles segment. It's time to have you on the we, show. We didn't actually say we needed him to do the ad. We said yeah, we, we, we're going to do. We're going to hype him up. So why not have them here if they're in the building? That's what we thought. Might as well hype it up. All right, here we go. You know what we always do? Incredible edibles. Colorados. Well, our favorite edibles. Our favorite edibles, Our favorite, Colorado's favorite. It's the uni- universe's favorite. They told us we couldn't say the best edibles in the world anymore because it implied that they were great <laughs> outside of where they were allowed all right, to be all right. great. Well, that's <laughs> the truth. And um, they're soon to be, I guess, soon to be California's nice. edibles. That's a, that's a huge announcement. Nevada's I knew that. I knew that one. I already threw that one out a few times. Soon <laughs> to be, uh, I think soon to be Washington. <laughs> Maybe nice. Oregon's favorite edible. Wow. Hopefully. That sounds good. <laughs> what about extracts? I saw hey, I extracts saw your too. I saw Bob on I saw Bob on there. That was crazy. Bob was on the super Bob was on TV I, with little I e. saw the incredible yeah, it was awesome. I was, yeah, I was yeah, 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 the, the incredible on the shirt. Brad, or uh, Bob had the quick wherewithal to be oh shit, here comes the camera, point to the E. Yeah. <laughs> he, did, he did a good job. He just got it right in time too. Right. Yeah, yeah it, was it was perfect. The kid usually every week we have the kid and now he tells every single bar and then he does a big story. Derek, about, do oh. you know all the bars off the top of your head? <laughs> Oh, um, no. Well, I, it's harder now because there's Med and Rec. So you can't look. You can't look. I'll <laughs> look at the screen. Oh, I feel like we have a game show. This is awesome. <laughs> so the the Med and Rec and the milligrams have all changed. So. That's just uh, we, don't worry about, we don't worry about the milligrams. We're just so what are what <laughs> of just in general? We're looking at the medical products right now. Yeah, we're medical seeing how, products, seeing we how, how well you know your them. So 
We also have seasonal products now. No, so no, no. All of them are, no. Yeah, yeah well, I'm looking at the list on the website, homie. So it's I, don't even, I don't even know what the website. It's all. Oh, I know. This is why we got you under pressure. The pressure. Well, let's go alphabetical. Go alphabetical. Alphabetical. I don't know that. No. Alphabetical. That's where I start. But yeah, there's a there's a bunch of. Are these working? Are these gummies working? So <laughs> the Incredibles gummies are awesome. If you <laughs> haven't noticed, guys, there's affogato. There's blueberry, peach, with wow. the strawberry. I'm trying to think of what's always out on the the fruit. Oh, oh. there's a fireberry. So you know too much. That's the problem. You're you're, you're, you're worried about you're worried about what's yeah, not even there. What I can think of. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got the peanut butter and cookies and cream and um, okay, I'm not sure if we've released we've, see, we've still got the boulder bar that's one of the uh-huh. oldest ones we've got uh, <coughs> we've got uh, <laughs> pressure's on uh, pressure's on Gazi's on your back um, you know the Gazi's up in your shit with the there's, there's a GoPro and a THC shirt new winter mint that came out well, this year. Uh, uh, see, we, it's not even on the website. That, that's that's, there's, there's that's the secret level. There's the broken secret mile high bar that's mint. There's a um, there's a new pistachio mint that's about to come out. Uh, that sounds bomb. All right, talk about Incredible Extracts, and then we're doing our next ad. Uh, incredible extracts. We're kind of expanding and doing a little more process. So Byron G thinks you look like a. What do you say, Jason Mew's long lost co- uh, brother? <laughs> we, uh, yeah. Hey, what are your new processes? Flavors. What are you doing? What are you doing? We've got a couple great new flavors on deck. Orange soda is a big deal. That's right. that is fire right there. We've it's got, right here, isn't it? Is oh, it? Oh. Pop that pack. Super really things coming up for the for the cup that. It's all about the little kids telling me what terps are great and the head. Not little kids. The, the not little, little kids. kids. No little kids. <laughs> Twenty one years old, twenty two <laughs> years old. Those are little kids. Young men. They're the, the ones that young. are dictating how many seconds that you have to wait before you can take the dab. Oh really? There's a whole it's a whole You don't yeah. know about the stopwatch? Yeah. We have a gun. We usually heat gun. We heat gun everything now. No, you have I mean, to do you don't have a heat got gun? Time. You gotta have a heat gun. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, we, we gotta go. have like Robbie on the show one day. This guy's still on ten- titanium. That's his rig, man. That's old man's rig. Come on, I'm old. I'm old. I've been uh, quartz only for like four years now. I think since what are you twenty one? The honey hole. <laughs> yeah, I am. Just I know. I'm not all about the Q. I can't deal with the Q tip tech. That's that does kill yeah, me. Q tip tech is funny. I know it's funny, but I got Q tip packages, man. I knew. You knew. Did you see the? Did you posted? see the? Did you see the new ones? There's a guy. The glob stoppers. So annoyed because glob of mops the, or whatever. Uh, glob one mops. Of the companies that sells me all the little things I need. He hit me up and I bought I bought thousands and thousands of Q-tips to stuff our little pouches. Mm-hmm. And one of the options he gave me was those little flip top things. And I was like, yeah, but I don't want to put incredible extracts on that. That should be like its own product, like a, a dab Q-tip. Right. And then I should have, instead of just fucking ordering shitty Q-tips, and I should have just done both. Yeah, yeah. 
now it, I heard so many people talking about it over the the past two days. I don't think anyone's talking about it because they think it's seriously a good idea, right? Well, well I think everyone's I just think like, I can't believe you got ten dollars for two hundred Q-tips. That's what I think. You're like, he's ten dollars? Yes. No way. Yes. He's ten dollars for like fifty Q-tips. No, two hundred. Two whatever. Either but still, two hundred Q-tips cost. Like oh, those eight, things so. were gonna be like a dollar for me. I was. Right. Just, I didn't want them. I, it was honestly those things were too cheap, so we went with the little pouches. Right. Well, there you go. You missed out, bro. Missed out. Missed opportunity. (laughs) Missed opportunities. All right, D-Money. We're going to bring you back later in the show. There's just still the shout-out section of the show. I don't know. Somebody grabbed me. I was busy with my fucking blunt. I know. We fucked you up. (laughs) Sorry, bro. Sorry. Sorry, You won the Super Bowl today. It was too funny. I had to go. Yeah? Yeah, I had to go. It was was making you giggle. It was making you giggle. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what we're doing. That's we pretty much our. Over here. Well, everybody loves Frenchie. Frenchie's great. You know, it's one of our faves. And basically, when Frenchie gets on the mic, instantly everything is in full cap, and it's all yeah, like you can tell in the chat room. Oh, everybody's trying to like speak like Frenchie in in type, but it's pretty funny. It's like it's. How many bars did I miss? Not many. Uh, you were good. Two, I think. What happened? Frenchie says two. Oh, see, that's seasonal. <laughs> Right, yeah. Not bad, yeah. We, we don't have that right now. I was trying to think what we have right Firecracker. now. Firecracker, we don't have that right now. Anything uh, Anything you can tell us about coming around? or no? Which one? Yeah, the, the pistachio mint. Oh, that's man. Pistachio mint. Is that seasonal? Or uh, that's no, a we're going to release that as a... a that sounds awesome. I think awesome. we're waiting on just labels right now or artwork where it's... Uh, we're s- it's truly one of my favorite bars I've ever had. It was, yeah. a, it was really good, and then... Me and Rick were talking one time about how the best part of the pistachio is the, like the little the crust, crust on the yeah of course at the bottom it's like always the, the crust uh huh and so we said hey why don't we try the go with the salted pistachio mint and Josh worked up something that's great um, it's a little light on the on the really heavy flavoring we're we're past when we first started we made like mint strawberry all those really strong bold taste to cover up the shitty oil right. I'm putting better oil than we ever have. Like most people don't dab oil this good, and we're putting it into the chocolate bars. So it's it gives us a much more leeway to do things like the gummies, where you, you don't get that crappy yeah, taste man. in your mouth. So this one is one of the ones that's a really light, delicate flavor. So there's a balance. I don't think we're going to be able to release it as a super strong bar, but it most certainly is going to be like a hundred milligram do like, bar. Do like little minis or something like that. That was a vacation. We've got a couple little minis. Oh, things. the old minis. I'll, I'll let you guys move on with your forever show. <laughs> All right. We'll be For back later in don't the forever you show. Forever. Forever. Three hours of Three hour tour. Three hour tour. All right. We got more shout outs? Um, well, we have, of course, we got our, uh, we got our Build-A-Soil shout out. Of course. Big, big shout out to Build-A-Soil. When's, it, when's the next show with him? We just did one like I two know. weeks ago. But we have, but we, that's our that is our fail safe. I, I would like to have a terpene discussion. Okay, we'll, we'll get on that. So <laughs> terpene or DMT? What'd you say, terpene, right? DMT. You want a DMT? We're kind of like a weed show. No, we're gonna talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I mean, we love. We, you know, me. Not, to say, not to say we would never talk about DMT, but we're yeah, we'll talk about DMT. We don't mind. We don't mind. It's just not the major subject of our show. We're, yeah, we're more we're more weed guys. But if there's some weird terpene in DMT that we because this is the smelliest. Oh, explain weed, this. It's How come sometimes, <laughs> like once in a while, like once, and right, build the soil. Oh, build the soil. No, that's what, it's all what, right. Build the soil. <laughs> big big shout out to build the soil. <laughs> He's got uh, a bonus. This is a bonus. This is a bonus for Jeremy. Just so well, he we knows, didn't, we didn't do Wednesday. That's CBD. That's a bonus anyway because we're out of town. Normally we don't do shout-outs to our that's true. sponsors. But big big shout-out to Build the Soil. 
Uh, we're going to bring Jeremy back probably Basically, in about six weeks today, to do Today's confirmation of that kid coming up to me and saying that he listened to the show, ordered from Jeremy, and showed me the weed he grew, and it was fucking fire. And that was the only grow he'd ever... He was here, yeah. right? Just on leave. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the only grow he's ever done, yeah. but it was... Uh, he just sort of saw the light, you know what I mean? He was like, wait a minute, I don't need all these things, and it came out clean as hell. So it just... It looked how good weed is supposed to look. It was I very bright. It was very bright. So and it was dense too. It wasn't large. The squish that all looked the same. His looked like how, what it was. How how ours would look out in Colorado, or how how Vitus's look. It just looked. It, it, it was bright. The thing is, a lot of times you get a lot of outdoor weed oh, here, and it's dark. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, it was outdoor. No, it wasn't outdoor. I'm saying that's the problem with California. Is California is one of those places where so many people try to tell you that it's indoor because they're proud of it, but you're like, I don't know. It looks like greenhouse or outdoor to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's usually a selling point or something. And is that it? Uh, well, we wanted to bring Growstone on uh, to What's do shoutouts, or you want to just bring him on in second second hour? Let's bring him on like and do a real deal. Let's not let's not just talk for two seconds. So we'll do it. Real deal. Real deal. Real deal. After shoutouts, like not right this second. Yeah. 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 All right, back to the show. Though. Are we talking terpenes? Or are we talking DMT? What are you talking? <laughs> what are you talking? Hey, would you guys be nice enough to let me rep my company real quick? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how is it Monsanto based or anything by any chance? Well, uh, well, if you said yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. If only we had their numbers. We already uh, did Dark Horse. No, we did Dark we Horse. Did Dark Horse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, if only we had their number. I think it's on their website. Right. <laughs> uh, it's on their website. Uh, I've got a company. It's called Cannabolics. What we do is we sell phytohormones. They're naturally organic, and we extract them from plants, and we spray them on flowers, and we get you more THC. I've got university research backing us. What kind of phytohormones? Uh, well, uh, Bethel Jasminate and Abcidic Acid. Okay. Okay, so Abcidic Acid, I'm pretty familiar. What was, the, what was the first thing? Ethyl uh, Jasminate. I know about Jasmonic Acid. Sounds like it's related. Well, uh, so sometimes you get like Jasmonic Acid. They've got like this Jaspery out there. It's dihydromethyl Jasminate, which is synthetic. We get all this stuff uh, naturally extracted from flowers. So what kind, what of, kind of flowers? Not cannabis flowers. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's jasmine flowers. Okay, jasmine. And that's the, that's the thing. We, and, okay, and that's the funny thing is we've been looking because there's a certain there's some strains of cannabis that have real jasmine kind of qualities, and we we spotted them a few times. Yes. And and so that was one of those ones where we were like, hmm. Yeah, but we're not talking terps. Oh yeah, we're not talking. We're talking. Well, we're terps are phytohormones. Terp- oh, I know. Some phytohormones are terpenes. No, no, that's not true. They're not. They're not. But I'm just saying that we we are we are looking for that jasmine. Ones. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, what the jasmine does is it activates what's called a protease inhibitor, and uh, it upregulates the production of THC and CBD. That's weird, but that kind of goes back to what we were saying before, the, the strange, uh, improbable collection of chemicals that make cannabis produce the cannabinoids. For because they're such common chemicals, something in something as common as jasmine can make you have more THC. Cannabis doesn't produce produce it, and jasmine doesn't produce THC. So here's a philosophical question. Oh, wait, hold on, your mic's... Let me fix your mic, but keep talking. So here's a philosophical <laughs> question. Do you believe that um, maybe uh, human beings, because they like cannabis, and we keep planting this over and over again, we've kind of engineered this for ourselves? Or do you believe cannabis itself has kind of turned ourselves on its head engineered us well like I just said I think that stoners don't drink water because the plant has controlled us to well, to save it for itself 
Interesting. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, it's been here. It was here doing its thing as a plant. The plant species were here doing their thing before we showed up. There's no way they wouldn't adapt. F 500 million years, actually, before us. Okay? It, uh, if you, you think that humanity controls the, the plant kingdom, do, do you believe that science controls the plant kingdom? That you can? Or do you believe that, I mean, in general, do you believe that, that humans can control? We can't control plants. I wish we could. We can manipulate plants, but we can't control them. Are are maybe we could ask them gently or so. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gentlemen familiar with the uh, theory of uh, endosymbiosis? It's a theory that thought 3.5 billion years ago that there was um, two basic organisms on the planet. You've got your single-celled eukaryotic organisms and you've got your prokaryotic organisms like bacteria and stuff, right? Uh -huh. And so like 3.5 billion years ago, this single-celled organism either swallowed or had sex with or who knows what happened but incorporated this thing and in one uh, like box you have uh, the uh, plants and that means that you have your single-celled organism with your mitochondria and your chloroplast and in the other box you've got your single-celled organism with just the chloroplast and thus we have plants and animals this is what happened 3.5 billion years ago through uh, deep I, symbiosis. I, I didn't read the same story than you. I thought we were all coming from the same unicellular molecule and the plant kingdom, the insect and, uh, and us human and mammal come from the same unit single organism and actually the immune system that you, we have that is... The <laughs> that have those receptors was already in that first life cell. That's scientific study and it goes back to one billion years ago. We have not read the same story. Huh? Well, sir, going back to our original proposition, that was my central point, is that the fact we could either be all one or we can be all nothing. And if we're all one, that means regardless of what colloidal sivers we put on our plants, they're all going to grow. No, but why, why do you think that what the plant, all those alkaloids and all those terpenes that the plant produce, why, how do you think that w plant produce that specific alkaloid, that specific cannabinoid that is connected to that specific receptor? It's like, how did that happen? Seriously. How do you, why do you think it, we, we are so receptive to that? Yeah. When we are, we are literally, our nervous system is right. geared like insect. And the plant kingdom has been using insects since day one. The whole evolution of the plant kingdom and insect kingdom is as old as 400 million years. Indeed. And uh, the fact is that all these plant chemicals that we get high off of, they're like at the core of things, insecticides. Nicotine. I used to work in like production greenhouses. We used to fog these things with nicotine, right? Nicotine's an insecticide. Terpenes are an insecticide. All these things are insecticides. The morphines are insecticides. All these alkaloids and terpenes and 
brassinous steroids and all these things, man, they're straight up insecticides at the core of things, right? We just happen to be closely related to insects. We don't die from them. We just get high from them. And that's what's up. We have, the, we have the basic same nervous system. The plant, the plant kingdom has 200,000 chemicals at its disposition to make us do whatever they want. That's quite powerful. There is nobody, there is no science that can deal with that much. The plant kingdom does it every day. And, and really when you look at like how terpenes affect our moods, how terpenes have the potential to affect our physiology, and the fact that plants can modulate their levels of terpenes throughout the day. You know, and I, I presume based on the research that there, this is something that has a degree of control. It's not like strictly environmental input makes a plant do what it's doing, but the plant, I wouldn't call it will, I wouldn't call it mind, but the plant does something. Uh, it, it responds co in complex ways to a series of stimuli and factors uh, in something that approximates a basic intelligence uh, but therefore plants can put out things that literally do control us they can control our heart rate they can control our oxygen absorption they can control our appetite just like the terpenes that we smoke do but plants live plants are exuding these things and and can control the levels they're putting off of these and we know through research that they respond to humans in the room they respond to our touch they respond to our presence uh, based on the research with polygraphs potentially they respond to our thoughts uh, so you know, I, I don't know if it's a matter of one controlling the other, but I certainly think it's a matter of the two species like closely coexisting, but we're not usually aware of the non-human half of the puzzle. Sure, and the plants are obviously in way more control than we think. That's obvious. Yes, That's incredibly well said, sir. That's I mean, they, well they, said. they're obviously Thanks. aware. Thanks. We, do, we do this every week. You should <laughs> tune in. It's adamdunshow.com. <laughs> they're obviously aware because they have uh, an understanding of what's around them because they can control it. Mm -hmm. And they are intelligent enough to control those mobile beings and make them do everything they need to do to reproduce. That's, if it's not intelligent, there is maybe not consciousness at all level, but that's, that's awareness and intelligence as long as the definition of the dis uh, dictionary of goes. A lot of humans don't have much more of a <laughs> drive than just to reproduce, and that's pretty much their, their yeah, goal. Plants do it so much better. Plants are way better <laughs> at it, and they nail it every time almost. You know? So are you gentlemen familiar with uh, Richard Dawkins? And he talks about like the selfish gene. Yeah. And he talks about the gene being the central premise of kind of evolution. You know, it's the gene in that one piece of segment that changes that one thing that makes a difference in an organism's life. And when we talk about plants, I mean, geez, it's insane. When we see all these different terpenes and these molecules balancing among cells, I used to work on acacias for a while, and it was amazing how like different pieces of molecules could like stick together and work with each other and like uh, affect each human being differently. It was amazing. Yeah, no, it's amazing. And uh, I mean, I think the other thing that the, I mean, the, the, the interesting part about just the plants connection to the human to the is that you know we've and it, you've uh, also read uh, uh, Botany of Desire have you heard of that? Oh I have okay yes. so I mean basically his main premise is that the cannabis plant you know it, it, it evolved 
<coughs> coinciding with us, and it pretty much tricks us into all of us. When you go down to the cannabis company, you see all those people growing cannabis. You know what I mean? Those we're not like we're like we we are doing that. You know, we're like we're doing it, but the plants kind of are manipulating us, and that's what his main point was, which I I love because. I know I've been fully manipulated by this plant for so long, hundred <laughs> percent. It's the Copernican revolution of plants, right? And I've it's a Copernican revolution of plants and bringing back the botany desire, the idea of like the tulip and the tulip yeah, craze, yeah, right? And that's what we're seeing right now. Is this is different though. I mean, tulips, the, problem, the problem with that tulips is fascinated <coughs> the mind, but cannabis like truly <coughs> controls the whole physiology, man. Like. Yeah, <coughs> I mean, the cool part is, is that we're we're just scratching the surface on a lot of this stuff, and you know, the more that we're acceptable to universities to do studies and things, I mean, it's going to be like in the next five years, there's going to be just like just incredible discoveries because uh, I'm sure you're familiar with the nanotechnology that they figured out with hemp, and I mean, there's it's like things that you read and you're like, this is truly amazing. Like, it doesn't even make sense almost when you start to put it, you know, put it together that this this one particular plant could do so many things, and so. You know, it's like now it's just proving all these facts, you know, and we actually have a chance to because before you could theorize, but you could never have enough of the material or you could never put your results out or you would be shut down or you'd have no funding because the government would never give you funding to get positive results. So you could only get negative results. And, you know, we're, we're definitely going to be at a, a, like a renaissance of, of uh, this plan. But we will love from a research point of view, it's ridiculous that um, I can go out and get a license to grow, to produce cannabis, to sell to somebody, but I can't, like, get a license to just try to study this plant yeah but are you having I a hard time study are you having a hard time <coughs> getting permission or you i live in arizona right now okay and in arizona um you have to be 25 miles away from a dispensary just to be able to grow marijuana they have no recourse to be able to get a uh, research license uh every time i call them they say oh we have to talk to uh the department of or the DEA, you got to talk to the DEA, right. and like nobody's going to give me a DEA license to grow some weed. Right. I don't want to grow a lot, and I swear to God, I'll incinerate every little. Oh, we'll bit incinerate every grow. piece of it. Oh, don't worry, we can take care of that. Piece. Small, small, pro, small, small controlled, controlled fires. That's how we do it. Small controlled <laughs> fires. I swear. <laughs> Just destroy it all. Destroy all evidence. Um, yeah, I mean, you got to definitely. It's. It, I mean, Arizona's opening up, but it's still. I mean, it definitely seems like things like that are, are going to hamstring you from being able to do research. Are you working with the place that you're working for? Are they interested in researching Canada? I mean, are you working with, are you, I mean, you are the company, but are you guys beyond just uh, you, like the material that you get, you're getting just random or you're. Well, no, I'm primarily primarily interested in CBDs, actually. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, THC is nice and it gets people high and it's fun and stuff like that. But I see that as a limited market. I see that what's going to be really big here in the future is CBDs because I think that it, what it does is it prefers the medical benefits without the psychoactive properties. And that's what people, most people are looking for. Uh, I mean, I don't know about most. But <laughs> <laughs> there is 80 plus cannabinoid in the plant and CBD is only number two. It would be really nice to try to study a little bit further on. It's well, and also, and also the... Uh, 
you know, it's the percentages of, because obviously THC, CBD, those are the primary ones, and you're talking about real minuscule amounts. So, you, but we're at a point now where we're able to grow, you know, acres and acres of this stuff. So it's not like a, it's not like an issue where it was before. Uh, you know, something like CBG or something else, you usually get point zero 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 four three percent or something like that. You never get a full percent point. But occasionally, if you grow enough seeds, you're going to find that one plant that produces one point two or one point five or even a little bit more. And to me, that's actually the, the more interesting part of it all. Like, like I understand you can take anything, break it down, and and work from that way. But you can never replicate what it happens when you grow that seed. Because every time you grow a plant, it's a totally different thing. And so sometimes you get something, it's magic. Like I said, and you, and you might not believe in magic, but I do. Especially in plants, because the plants... It's it's instantly the minute you break it down and try to replicate it, nobody can do that. Like there's nobody on this earth who can recreate cannabis at this point from terpene that are available. There's not. There's uh, so well, at, at this point, there's nobody who can uh, who knows all the terpenes in cannabis. Period. Yeah. Nobody on earth knows all the terpenes. We, in we don't even understand the process of the transformation in the first place. Right. So if we have like 30 available ones to work with, and we have 300 plus that we need to replicate, it's not going to really work. Is it? It's going to be less than you know, less than 10 percent of the original material to work with just look at the clear exactly like the clear is a big hype because if you're not a sm- big smoker you look at it and you think that's really really potent and clear you know pure but there's no flavor there you know what i mean yeah, no and there is flavor it's just not it's the cartoon it's the, it's the difference between cartoon and film like it just doesn't have all the detail it's rounded out it's not yeah it, it it, but it doesn't have that profile I'm looking for. I mean, I'm looking no. for a hat. I mean, hash is really easy to figure out. You smoke it and you go, damn, that's the one right there. And it's that simple. And it can be BHO, it can be wax, it can be any kind of form. It's just that it has to fit the profile, you know? And you can't change it. You know, it's interesting you guys mentioned seeds because I, I worked with the BioFi for a while on soybeans and stuff. We were splicing genes into those things, right? Right. But, like, seeds have all these different proteins in them, and enzymes are proteins. And so when you're talking about something, you're talking about a metabolic processes, you can't say this starts and this stops here. You're going to get all the things in the middle. Right. And that what, that's what creates kind of a chemical profile for, like, the compound you're using. Sure. Can, can I ask you a question, you guys, since like uh, we're talking about seeds? Does the seeds is feminine or masculine to start with? Or during the process of germination, she goes one way or the other, depending on the environment and... Uh, the, the process itself heavily influenced by I don't know if it would be I wouldn't say it's 100% but it's definitely major influences by you because you you grow too cold or too dense sleep uh, t- too tight you're going to get more males you know because the plant is on a survival okay, round and, and so if you're spreading them out properly giving them nice so the perfect relax, uh, then you get more females then you get more females yeah, because I really but saw that a, a, a seed would have been male or female from the beginning I would have never saw that during the during the coming to life I, for a better uh, expression they, she would choose male or female I, it's, I think it's because the the differentiation between male and female flowers in the plant is you know it's ethylene which all every fruit produces you know so it's like one chemical in a human it's like a really complex difference between male and female it starts early on 
but in pla- you know you can yeah. you can use the silver to turn a female plant partially male. So yeah, we can't really do that yet with people. Mm, if it was that easy, there'd be it's more less commitment on the plant's <laughs> part, you know. Okay. So it can it can decide a little later on what's the best for, for okay. the situation, okay. which it, it makes sense. You know, it's flexible as it adapts to because obviously if it's more. It, it would favor more females, right? Like in nature, it, one male can pollinate who knows how many females. So, but if it's really dense, the pollen won't travel as far, so it has to put more males, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I definitely I see the influence. I'm sorry, guys, interrupt. Uh, it's a hormonal response. You can use sure. seeds with Jim and get like 90% females. Right. And that's it's and a that's hormonal a response. It's a hormonal response with seeds and the internal thing going on there. Everything's hormones and plants. It's like in sub-microgram amounts, you can like uh, play with this stuff. Okay. I used to grow things in petri dishes. It's fun. It's, fun. <laughs> it's, fun. it's super fun. It's super fun. Mm-hmm. And if you add different amounts of auxins and cytokinins and gibberellins <laughs> and ethylene and all these different brassinosteroids and all these different phytohormones, you can play with them. So literally, you can you yeah. can really look for male or female if you really know. Well, I mean, the, the environment that is best for uh, for each one. It's it's a little bit like uh, during wartime, you'll have responses to the population. Yeah, yeah, more females during wartime more, more when the population's under deep stress because okay. of, because yeah, 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 because yeah, the okay. body responds and says, okay, well, let's. So there is the same idea in humans, but it has to be from the onset. It's not like later on, you know okay. I mean? and, and that's a lot to do. With, I mean, stress is one of those things where it's like it's it's a great thing to a tool to use, but it's also at the same time, you know, can be the destruction of everything. You know, what I mean, the stress is too much, and it, it, it breaks it at that point. But obviously, in, in small amounts, yeah, that's b- fine. Uh, yeah. Fine, line. interesting. Yeah. It's a true artist that can sit there and uh, affect a plant's um, kind of external stressors right. to influence its internal hormone balances. That takes true art. Right. It does. Um, you know, but you just spray the stuff. It, it's it's a connection true. between the between the human and the plant. Huh? I know some people are like some people like that truly well. There is there is a serious relation between the, the plant and the, and the human being. When when we become truly part of the ecosystem, basically, we are not we are not just trying to master it. We go, become part of it. Right. And that's that, well. That's that's. I mean, that for me is when when you feel like you you finally understand something. You know, like when you're growing a plant, it always takes. I tell everybody three to five cycles, and then on around the third to fifth cycle, you starts to make bells kind of pop off because the first round. I mean, if you're lucky, it's great. You know, but at the same time, it, it's hard to replicate. And then sometimes you're like, ooh, well, why did it go? I actually like it when it's not good at first, and I work it's my way up. towards it. It feels much better because <laughs> it's much. If you start off, that's it's like a awesome. girl, you, a girl you meet, and you don't get along at first, but you keep running into each other, and all of a sudden, everything clicks, and then right. Oh, it's just like that. Just like that. No, but it is. I mean, it's it's about um, or or to connect it to music. And you know? I mean, how many times? Like back in the day when music was really about getting an album or something. You know, you a lot of times you'd be like, "Man, this sucks." <laughs> like I've just bought this thing and it sucks. You know what I mean? You had no chance to listen to it before. And then after a week, you're like, "Oh, this thing rocks." You know, a bunch of albums that became my tons favorite. Tons of those, and that's that's like a, that's like a classic. And, and you know, that's, I think that's whatever. I miss the mechanical activity about like acquiring music and having to duplicate it myself. Oh, tell me. I mean, like yeah. now it's almost like we're just we have so much we don't care. You know, it's like we're we're, we're overloaded. Everybody has ten thousand songs it's in their library, and back in the day, you might have had yeah, six or eight or ten <laughs> things that you listen to. <laughs> 
So I don't know if you guys noticed the kid was whispering in my ear before. What was that? Because he was actually producing. He's he producing was? the show. He's doing a great job. So we want to thank you for being on, James. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank, we, you, so thank much. you for joining us during the conversation. Please, please continue to watch the show, and we're gonna bring on our next guest, who the our, the kid only half assed did his job because he didn't oh. tell me the name. He didn't say no. I have a card. I have a card. Nice to meet you. Thanks we for joining me. You oh, you have a card. Hey, Pardon me, then. Oh, he did do his job, and I fully yeah, apologize. And here we have Andrew Pitzcallis. Yeah, Pitzcallis. How are you guys Pitzcallis. doing? Great. Uh, there's phones if you want to throw them on, man. If, if you're sitting right there, if you can hear us, which I think you can. You I mean, don't, you don't yeah, have I to have it. I don't need to. Yeah, you're a pro. You're a pro. So uh, please introduce yourself, sir. You don't sound like you're from California. No. I mean, I gr- originally grew up in New York. No way. Then, How did I guess? And then, uh, and then uh, moved out to Vegas cra- crazy in, uh, Wait, when, in the when 90s. Wait, when was that? Oh, right. Been out there for like 20 years, and then like two years ago, moved to Hollywood. Oh, 20 years in, in Vegas? And it's like Vegas. me, 20 I years. I lived, I, I lived 24 years. years in Amsterdam. Yeah, it's, it's very same, much the same thing. It's the same yeah. mentality. It's like never so. ending. It's like, oh, they're here now? Exactly. Oh, that means next week so-and-so is going to be here. Because yeah. it gets into a rhythm where you're like, every year this show's here, or every year that thing's happening. And it's cool, because it, this, this was the first time that we did the high times event at least uh the cannabis cup and doing it out here mm-hmm. i've been doing a bunch of uh different conventions we uh i was uh honored enough to be uh high times trailblazer one of the 50 guys that they awarded oh, as pi- yeah, i actually saw you leaving the hotel today oh and I said, yeah. we got the mission in today right I, I stay here. We were here for both weeks. Yeah, but Adam okay. saw you coming out of the uh, With the trailblazer. And I was like, hey. Because hey. he, he got one, got too. one too. So he was yeah. like, yeah. were you at DC, too? Yeah, yeah. I was there. Yeah. Oh, so you know, so we both had the cool dinner and went and exactly. enjoyed the thing. Exactly. So surprisingly, for, for a high time. Gazi was there. Honestly, I have to say, after all these years, for a high times event, the food was fucking great. I, I mean, I thought for, like, what they put together sure. and how it was, it was an awesome, awesome, uh, awesome experience, you know? So so on your company, I was just noticing, so um, so you the purple is this like the official one with the brother of the yeah of him and everything? yeah okay. that's me and Leon and gotcha. uh, and Jimmy's and niece and nephew are here in the in the hotel and came down to the event they, they just, that's uh, Jimi Hendrix you're talking about yeah Jimi Hendrix <laughs> greatest guitarist in rock and roll history got two billion fans and uh, yeah we've been uh, we've been having a very interesting. Uh, the Hendrix. Because now, 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 I don't know if I'm. I mean, I'm just talking. You could ask me whatever you want. I, I heard there was like two different groups doing the yeah. same thing. Now, tell okay, me, tell so, me a little bit about that. So to explain, <laughs> essentially, the easiest way to explain it, if any listeners are really interesting, uh, interested in it, if you go on purplehazeproperties.com on our website, and you go to the licensing section, in the info part, we have a one-hour episode that Discovery Channel did called The Will. And they talk about the whole battle of the Hendrix family and what happened when Jimi Hendrix died. It's the second largest court battle in rock and roll history, aside from the Beatles. Over uh, over forty million dollars has been spent by battling over who has the rights to Hendrix. Right. So the abbreviated story, really quick abbreviated story, is sure. that when uh, Jimmy Jimmy. Um, Jimmy was touring around, and his mom had died a long time ago, and way after the fact, Jimmy's dad remarried, and he remarried an Asian woman who had a few children, and one of those children is Janie Hendrix, who is the stepsister of of Jimi Hendrix, but Jimi Hendrix only met her a few times. Right. Yeah, she was super young. Three or four times. Yep. And when Al was dying, he gave Janie power of attorney, and when... When Al died and she got the power of attorney of the estate, 
it was valued at $80 million, of which she had taken all of that money. And Leon, who's Jimi Hendrix's blood brother, who's been with him his whole life sure. through ins and outs and everything. Yeah, I mean, I heard, I heard they had a little rocky life. A little bit of a rocky life. He was excluded from the estate, and all he was given was gold records. So him, his seven kids, their kids and cousins received no benefit huh. ever from the estate. I've been fighting with her for 10 years in court, and we battled for crazy many years. Went up to Ninth Circuit Court and back, and we won... Um, the ability to put our IP in brand and give the family, the blood family, a voice in Jimmy's legacy. And we've been putting out T-shirts and posters and all kinds of products for... So now, to go back to Adam's yeah. question, yeah. with that background in mind. So now there are these two groups that are contesting the rights to use Jimi Hendrix's name. And to bring it back to our show, both of them want to do weed now? Is that what you're saying? Not both. No, no. I'm the I know, I, I know that you were doing the weed stuff. Well, that's, that's important. Yeah, I've seen you at a guy, because I saw you obviously in Washington. Or I go to all the business conventions. I spoke in Arizona. See, yeah, but the other the other group's not trying to do any kind of weed stuff. No. But I know, they were, I know they were trying to do merchandise and all kinds of other stuff. Yeah, we compete in merchandise, but the estate doesn't believe in depicting Jimi Hendrix too psychedelically, mm -hmm. sexually... Uh, oh, so they're really like they're respecting his wishes. Yeah, like, well, I don't know. <laughs> Sarcasm. What it was. Sarcasm. Kinda, yeah, right. <laughs> so we're kind of like the alternative brands, you know, depicting Jimmy the way he was, the way it was when Leon, Jimmy's brother, was hanging out with him on concert tours, you know, having fun and, and being a rock star, you know, and being to experience all that and, and have the closeness and feel and intimacy of what it was like being right there with him, you know, through his intimate moments, even as a kid. Right. So uh, we're, uh, I want to chat with you for a couple more minutes about uh, what you've been doing in the industry and what your plans are uh, at present. So what we did is we launched at the Chicago convention last year, Jimmy's Cannabis Collection, which is three divisions. We have Jimmy's Genetics, Jimmy's Edibles, and Jimmy's Meds. And we've had people partnering with us and licensing the brands who produce stuff all over the country. So we did a deal with Silver State who bought the rights to Nevada, California, and Colorado for genetics. And then in California, we launched with Cali's Finest, which we launched this weekend, and I gave you guys a pack to try, is our uh, Purple Haze blended um, pre-roll joints that we have through Cali's Finest. And then we also launched Jimmy's Medicated Macaroons, where we got a Jack Herrera Award. Our Trailblazer Award was from the macaroons. We have... Uh, Chefs from Cordon Bleu that do the macaroons, and then we also launched with can oh, 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 oh. cannabis science. Did you just say Cordon Bleu? Did you? Jimmy's. I'm sorry. I, I, what was your name? Frenchy. 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 Would you? Could you guess at, that? At Arizona or one of the? No, not in Arizona. Yeah, I, when I was listening to you before. I wanted to tell you how strong are these macaroons? I completely. Yeah, I have a whole thing of them. Please try. How strong are they? I brought a bunch for you guys. Twenty-five. Whole bag of them. You want to grab that bag for me over there, man? Oh my god, a whole bag. Kid, kid, whole bag. Breaking the cannabinoids. Whole bag of macaroons. I believe very much in what you believe. Also, I work with the top doctors and scientists in cannabinoid research. I work. I sit with cannabis science. Practice. Practice for next week. Doctors believe in all the different levels, from the dispensary levels to what they're doing. I was a close friend with Jack Herrera. I loved him with all my heart, and he was a good friend. Not only do Purple Haze represents Jimi Hendrix, but we represent Jack Herrera. We uh, just signed Motorhead, so we're the cannabis licensing company for Motorhead, for Lemmy, the Breast of Soul. 
they'll still live on in a, in a cannabis brand and things like that that we have coming out and a bunch of other celebrities that we that we're taking in uh, but what was important to me was not to just be a celebrity brand that was just about oh i'm putting out this weed it was really important especially when we did jimmy's meds that it was a pharmaceutical division i have the top scientists working on our products that we launched at the cannabis convention this weekend we entered into the copper our macaroons and our jimmy's meds products which are which are THC, pure THC extracted out of cannabinoid, not hemp, and then also doing CBD and THCA raw, non-psychoactive. And what you got any of that THCA here? Um, I, I, I have them downstairs. I'll bring them up for you. I got tons of them. But, uh, in the dabbable? Uh, uh, yeah, you take them and eat them. They're pure. I want to. Oh, give but you, you can't dab them. They're edibles. Well, no, but then we're also going to have strips. Um, you that still you put into your, into your tongue. Sure. And Sublingual. Sublingual. And this, yeah, and what you're going to be able to do is a computer time activates. Computer time? strip, <laughs> literally. So if you want it to have a 20% absorption rate immediately and then have an 80% rate time released, the people that we're working with actually have the patents on that and are able to separate the cannabinoids and be able to do a blend where they can now pull CBD as a raw and it's pure. Okay, pure. I've had it tested, everything that we're doing. And you're going to be able to now make blends, and then they're going to blend it with like kava kava and other things for PTSD. And then we're going to have proprietary strips and things through Jimmy's Meds, where we're now having people with their cards go on our website in California. And then they register, and we'll be able to send them the two different dosings we have. First, we do a 10 milligram, 10 milligram blend suggest they do it 10 days right before they go to bed about an hour before they go to bed it helps a little bit with sleep anxiety and then if you have a more severe condition we do a thca i mean a pure thc uh, pure thc uh, decarboxylated but very pure form and then what we do with that is we suggest that as a pain relief you'll actually take one of those and then we also start those in 10 milligram after about four weeks to six weeks when you start building a tolerance We'll say take one in the day, take one in the night. Once you start doing that and build the tolerance, then we'll bump you to a 25 milligram. And then a 25, 25 milligram blend. Now if you have cancer, severe things in your terminal conditions, you're gonna have a, you're gonna have to have a, a lo- much larger ratio. So instead of popping 10 pills and having such an increased thing, we increase the magnitude of the milligrams. And then if you have cancer and you come work with us through us, will then do a schedule and then they do CAT scans and various things that we bring you in to see how much of the medication is affecting, but also leveling it, not saying, oh, you're going to do 400, then 600, then it's, it's a slow build that goes up and down so the body can build and understand those receptors, that the body can feed it and not get overpowered. And it's really a wonderful thing that, uh, that, that we're trying to do to bridge a celebrity band, bland, brand, but also then get the knowledge of the genetics and everything else that we're doing. And Andrew, we're going to keep it moving. We yeah. thank you for joining yeah. us. Awesome. No it's, it sounds like an exciting uh, project and an exciting product. And I'll tell you, in the time, you guys saw when I ate that macaroon, no bullshit. Felt I, feel yeah. I feel it. I feel it. Right? It hits you quick, man. It I definitely like, hits you, you guys quick. Well, it's good because it's going to fall. It kind of instantly dissolves. Purple Haze Lounge is the very first one in Hollywood, California, on Hollywood Boulevard. We just bought a $20 million building and have $70 million to renovate it. 
with the owner and creator of Hard Rock and House of Blues. Our second location will be in Denver, Colorado, where you'll have a concert hall, restaurants, live concert venue, thousand private person club, and you're going to be able to smoke in it. So we have plenty to talk about. That sounds good. That sounds really good. Yeah, man. We hope to buy lots of incredible stuff for our club in Denver. And I love those guys. We're always at the booths with them. So we certainly hope. uh, Definitely stick around on the party network. We want to talk with you uh, when we're done with the show. Yeah, 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 man. Which I realized. I lost an hour here. I thought we had another hour, 20 minutes. We only have 20 minutes. No. I mean, if we're going on time. So here's the thing. We want to get Nate from Growstone on for five minutes. Yes. So, uh, Andrew, let's thank you again. Uh, thanks for the macaroons. These Frenchy, things are bomb. I, I think Frenchie's around. Thank you, sir. I think Frenchie took us to do a time warp there. Yeah, Frenchie, we did. But here's the thing. I want to go back into that time warp with Dave Golden Coast, who also loves hash and loves talking about hash and loves having crazy weed theories, because Dave's got some awesome theories. Oh, he's got some good theories. Oh, yeah. That guy. That guy. Dave, are you comfortable sharing some of the new theories you've been sharing with me on the show? Yeah, so let's, yeah, sure. let's get Growstone on. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get Nate from Growstone, and then we'll bring Dave on after that. Okay, awesome. cool. So, so hop up. Grosso, get out of here, kid. kid. I'm just, I say, I gotta kid. check levels. Get out of here. Check okay. levels on the mic. Keep chatting. Whoa. Banter away. Oh, uh, they're dropping like flies. It's after midnight back home. It's Sunday night. People got work. Ooh. 60 of you still hanging around, and right. God, we appreciate it. Um, but it's good. We know uh, we'll have plenty of viewers this week because we didn't give them a Wednesday. Whoa. 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 Mr. Growstone. Mr. Growstone. And uh, for LS Love out there in the chat room, that was Andrew Pisticolis. Pisticolis? Pisticolis? Pisticolis. Pisticolis. All right, there you go. Uh, Who was our last guest? And now we have Nate, whose last name I don't know. Faverda. 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 See, you even stumbled on You didn't even know your own name. (laughs) (laughs) From Growstone. How you guys doing? How's it going, brother? Good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for ha- uh, having yeah. us. In, uh, I wish we could take the camera. We're going to have to figure out a way to take the camera on, like a little tour, Tales from the Crypt style of this dank room you got us. Right on. Uh, not right uh, now. Uh, the kid. What up, Lampshade? Uh, so, Nate, uh, tell us about Grosstone, buddy. Well, so let's start with actually how was your cup. I'm sorry. It's late. You got to talk to a lot of people for... How was your cup? It was good. It was good. Grueling, but uh, good. All in all, got to meet a lot of good, solid people. Got to chat it up with a lot of growers, which was nice. Uh, L.A. is a great market for us. Um, we love L.A. warehouses, Growstone, all the way. All in all, good show. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm interested in the product just because uh, yeah, we, don't, we, we actually use the same material in the hoodlum, so for me it's like, oh. So P- what, what P- material is it? PET, right? You use PET in that? Or no? no. Oh, I thought it was. I don't, I don't show how much I pay attention. Yeah, we were right next to you, but the we whole were food. so swamped the whole weekend. We didn't even get to, get to so see the Explain product. to us. Then. I'll explain. So, right here. This oh, is, it's glass. This is where it all starts. Nice. Okay, well, let's help you make grow stones. Here you go, buddy. This is for you. Cheers. We love beer. So we take um, all the beer bottles, uh, gather them up in New Mexico, we're on the landfill, process them down, make them into rocks. That's really the premise. So, so you turn beer bottles, you turn glass into rocks. Yeah, glass into rocks, yep. So Can you turn rocks into glass? Or can anyone? Maybe not you? They do, actually. I guess uh, turning sand into glass sand, is good. Turn exactly. rock into sand and then turn sand it. into glass. Yeah. So you're undoing... Mother nature. You're nature. Taking it back. Oh. What do you think of that, Frenchie? We were... <laughs> So, uh, and so, what are these? What are these uh, glass rocks for? 
So it's for hydroponic gardening as well as blending with soil. So as farmers, we all need to start looking at our environmental impact on the world. And if we're all we like out that. there growing cannabis and we're doing it for the right reasons, it's time to start using the right grow mediums instead of strip mining out of mountains, digging into the ground, pulling out uh, clay deposits, digging into bogs. And that would be for hydroton, right? Clay pebbles. Clay pebbles. Yeah. Uh, and then bogs obviously would be peat. Peat bogs. Um, it takes a lot of time to make peat. It takes little time to make a grow stone. And... Uh, Growstone is coming out of a product that is going to go into waste stream anyway, and we grab it and repurpose it, bring it back into the earth. So how dirty are beer bottles when you just get them from the recycling center? You know, they're pretty dirty. Um, I saw, I rinse my, I have a two rinse rule, nobody and does only that. with cold water. Yeah, you're the only that, guy. You're the only guy that does My that. wife is very, uh, has a high regard for people in your line of work, evidently. Right on. Um, but no, f- have no. So that fear. one clean bottle is making a big. Yeah, big yeah. now you know. Thank you, now you, that one was mine. I tip my hat to you. You're doing the right thing. Um, for the rest of us, like me, I don't rinse my bottles. Uh, it doesn't make any difference to us at Growstone. We take it, process it down. Uh, part of our process. Do you guys have to rinse the bottles? No, 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 no. We just crush them down, turn them into a fine powder, and then it gets baked in our furnace. And our furnace hits upwards of 1,600 degrees. At that point, it's burning off any toxins that might be in there. So all my beer residue is gone by the time it gets done. Super clean, sterile hygiene, growstone. Do you ever burn anything else in your furnace? No people, comment. People. No comment. We I was going to lead up to people, Adam. <laughs> now right. you blew it. you got to open them up. They're like flowers. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, so how cost effective is it uh, production wise for you like is it I mean are you at the like is it is it uh, at the tipping point or is it actually a situation where you feel it's very sustainable at this point oh no we're sustainable we're uh, we're we're on track to take over perlite perlite's going to become a thing of the past um, digging down mountains is there's no future in that and um, our part of our long-term plan is multiple regional facilities as long as there's a million people in the populace we can take their glass bottles and make grow stones all day long and at that point there will be no need to put perlite in the soil any longer it'll be all grow stones. and is that essentially what does are its properties uh, for for horticultural purposes identical to perlite similar to perlite slightly different actually it's better so since we manufacture we get to control the air to water ratios and air to water ratios to a gardener is extremely important Uh, the amount of water holding capacity that your grow medium has balanced with the correct amount of air filled porosity is really the key to developing the right grow medium Um, typically with perlite you're you're at the mercy of whatever's in that deposit so they're digging into this mountain whatever the particular ratios are that are coming out of that so so for people out there that don't know how perlite is made how do they mine perlite how do you get that so you go clean and white it it looks like the purest thing (laughs) in the world but but it's not it's actually really horrible Um, they go in they they strip down an entire mountain Uh, they go in they blast it out and then they they process it out and they and they bag it up in the product and ship it out and wait mounds are made of perlite so like soft and squishy Soft and squishy. Mountains are made of that? Melons? Mountains? Mounds. Mountains, yeah. Mountains are made of perlite? Typically, yeah. Some are. Some are. What? I so mean, wait, obviously, there's explain. granite mountains. There's things like that. That's when I think of mountains. I right. think of granite. 
So, yeah. so perlite, are, how does it get so white? How does it get so white? That's the deposit. So it's coming out of the ground like that, and then they bake it, and it foams up. And ah. it expands, and that's why it's squishy. Ah, it's expanded. It's part. like yeah. popcorn of rock. It's a popcorn. Yeah, they're making popcorn. And what, yours is not like popcorn? It's not airy like that? It's not puffed up? No, we, 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 we have a patented process where we actually, as it's going through our blast furnace, um, it foams up. And then we anneal it down so it holds its rigidity. And it holds those proper air-to-water ratios that I was talking about. Um, and then it's way stronger. You can tumble it in with your compost. Yeah, that's what I hate about perlite is that it breaks down over time. It doesn't, like, disintegrate. It just no. becomes – you get big rock perlite well, and well, it turns into float. I hate the floater. And the floater. Does it float? Yeah. And, and, and then with perlite, you get that bottom of the bag that's all dust. Yeah. And then you pour it out, and it's all in the air. And you're yeah, that's the worst part is the breathing – the actual breathing of it. Is Wait, so, so do grow stones float? Grow stones float a little bit. Um, mm. Our bulk density does encourage that. However – you don't need so in a flood and drain table. But they're bigger, so they don't really float to the top. They're not going to float to the top. Gotcha. And we get a capillary rise. So we do get four to five inches of capillary upward draw, which means that on a flood and drain table, you drop a riser off. And what that does is encourages a dual root zone where you have your feeder roots in the bottom and your solid white air roots in the top. And then the, the wicking action keeps them hydrated. Interesting. Um, and how, like... Um, is there a, a ratio, water to air ratio, that it, that it kind of always sits at? If Absolutely. You to, and what's that? Because so I know Rockwell's about 70-30, right? Since we manufacture it, we get to control that. And so we dial it in for around 50% air holding capacity to 30% water. Uh-huh. Nice. 50% air to 30% water? Yeah. And there's magic stuff? What's 20%? <laughs> As, uh, fairy dust? 20, 20%, 20% unicorn awesome? tears? Yeah, 20% is the Matrix, which is the actual <coughs> material, the glass. Oh, itself. I know all about the Matrix, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 20% glass, 20 is 30% water, 50% air. Or you did got I get it. There? Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. 50% air field porosity, 30% water holding capacity. And you and I noticed you different. We have you have different ones. A different. Uh we do. Um, so you know, Growstone has been created out of a university. We worked with um, multiple universities in the creation of Growstone. However, the actual growers have told us what they want our products used in. <coughs> and so it originally started as a clay pebble alternative, and then we had customers saying, "Hey, we want to blend this in with soil." So we made one that was similar to perlite. Then we had customers saying, we don't want to blend this. Will you blend it with cocoa for us? And so we did that. We have an aeration mix and a moisture mix. And then customers were saying, hey, I love throwing this in the bottom of my containers for drainage. Is sure. it chunkier? So we Is made a, a chunkier? nice, chunky one for yeah. our drainage layer. And then we had customers, finally, that were taking our uh, soil aerator product and putting it on top. And they were saying, we are seeing a drastic reduction in fungus gnats. So using it as a mulch almost. Yeah, so we sent it to Kansas State University, and Dr. Colloyd, who um, was one of the foremost experts in, I say, debunking diatomaceous earth for fungus gnat control, uh, he showed that once diatomaceous earth is wet, it's rendered neutral. So it's not sharp anymore, yeah. It's not sharp, and, it, and typically you have to put such a cake on that it yeah. melts together, and then when the cake breaks, they're flying through. Right. Gotcha. Um, and so with our Natnix product, um, he gave us control rate. So half-inch layer on top of your soil controls fungus gnats with recycled glass, no chemicals, no pesticides. Just broken glass? Yeah. It looks I mean, not just broken glass. Our, our product, looks, just a broken our well, product looks a lot like lava rock, okay. if you can think about you sure. know, the porosity structure. Yeah, yeah. 
I like the ideas of, of making gnats crawl over broken glass. Though. Yeah. Can I pretend that's uh, what it is? Sure. Okay. But yeah, I mean, the, uh, I guess you could technically you could put a layer of sand too and kind of create a barrier. But this is more to keep it kind of to cut them up as cut they go. Them up. Yeah. Cut them up. Yeah. Cut them. The problem with sand cut up the is it sand tends, crunchy. To ten, sand tends to compact. Yeah. And and with that, you also don't get the sharpness right. that you get out of our gnat nicks. Sure. Got to cut them up. And it's kind of hard to water too because uh, if you water too hard, it all spreads out and yeah. you, you lose your 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 layer. And uh, how cost effective is that gnat mix? I mean, how much is it costing? Up, say like fifty. How what do they come in? Twenty twenty pound? Or? So so we've got a nine liter bag, which is around thirteen bucks, and then a one and a half cubic foot bag, which will typically do about four light grow, uh-huh. and it's under fifty. But you can totally reuse it, and a little goes a long way. Chat chat room has questions about the process. Uh, is there any envir- imp- imen- uh, environmental impact from the process itself? Uh, the carbon footprint of the processor. I mean, that, I assume once that furnace is hot, it stays hot. You're yeah. not like constantly heating that thing. And we're out, we're actually on the landfill. And, oh, and, oh, and cool. it is a uh, it's a fully recaptured um, landfill, which does keep all of the methane gas there in into the uh, environment there in the landfill. And um, <laughs> is it in a dome? No, it's it's kind of this weird. Uh, it's really hard to explain, but basically, as the methane percolates up, they're capturing it and bringing it. Cool. Um, but it's really cool product um, that we actually make on the landfill in New Mexico. So you hang out on a landfill all day. I don't. I hang out in Denver. <laughs> okay. I'm not going down. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so you got guys hanging out on a landfill all day, uh, making glass into rocks. That's right. That's pretty cool. How many people in the company? Uh, that's, I feel like that's like you will once we get to Mars. They're going to need a guy with your skills. Well, so we have a few uh, universities right now who are actually testing and considering grow stones for lunar colonization. Nice. Wow. A little NASA action. See that? I could tell that it has use in well, space. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I guess because perlite would be terrible in space. Imagine perlite Oh, my God. Perlite. <laughs> it would get in all the machines. Perlite in space would be the worst All the robots ever. would be like. <laughs> perlite in life is bad, but imagine perlite in space. That's That'd right. be like the dust would just go forever. Well, right. and, and the benefit there would be they could totally reuse it. Right. Uh, our product is reusable. Um, it doesn't break down. And uh, basically, however they uh, clean, cleanse uh, their clay pebbles with steam or with hydrogen peroxide dilution, uh, it can be the same situation with growstones. So. Okay, so the kid says we're wrapping in three minutes. He doesn't no, know what he's talking about. I said we're wrapping in three minutes. Okay. I just said that Segment oh, segment wrapping three. Oh. Well, he's producing. We haven't done this. We don't usually get production. No. This is good. I like this. This is what it's going to be like in the new studio. we got to get our hand signals down. It's okay. It's late night. Sorry about that. So we have three minutes left with you. Right on. Is there anything you'd like to leave us with? So, you know, Growstone, we're, we're, doing, we're constantly uh, engaged in universal, university trials as well as... Um, Do they know that you come to the Cannabis Cup? Yeah, in fact, universities are very interested these days. Um, they're they're watching our industry, and they're very curious. Right now, of course, as as your guest earlier said, you don't just get a license in the university world to start growing cannabis and testing products. Sure. It's not it's not happening. So they're watching very closely with what the growers are doing, and they're they're looking to the future. I mean, obviously, the genie's out of the bag at this point. Uh, we're all moving forward on on this, and they want to be involved in it slowly, which is great to see. Um, 
So they're like, so you're like talking to the professor, and then you're like, oh man, I got to go to Cannabis Cup. I got to do this damn thing in a hotel room where they're doing a podcast. But I'll see you on Monday. That's right. That's good. I mean, that's good. We need guys like that. Well, you know, if you think about it, um, food food crop production has always been working on penny margins. Um, food production needs to be efficient. And if you look to our industry, our industry is all about production and performance. And so it kind of goes hand in hand. And so a lot of times over the years, they've looked to our industry to say, you know, what are these guys doing? Because they're oh, trying sure. to push plants to the next level. Well, we've always said, what do you get for increasing your yield of a tomato by 2%? Not much, but 2% of 3,000 a pound That's is right. worth doing. It's a big deal. And then the same goes with us. Um, we love to look at what uh, agriculture is doing and food production is doing to mirror in, back over into our section. Especially now as we're getting industrialized in scale and process, and it's like, how, how the fuck do these guys get do it for that many plants? Absolutely. And efficiency becomes number one. Yep. And so we like that. And, and I love, I love <coughs> being able to tiptoe back and forth between both worlds. I love going to the university and learning from them, and I love sticking in this industry and learning the next cutting edge thing, and then passing it back and forth, which is fantastic. Hell yeah. Well, uh, didn't even realize you were in Denver, so you definitely got to come around, Absolutely. be on the show more often, because uh, we like uh, the ability to turn sand into rocks and vice versa. It sounds good. I'll come out of my underground bunker and uh, visit. Okay. Is it made out of growstone? Of course. It's cur- carved out of a perlite mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could easily do that. Oh, yeah, we do nothing. Carve with your hands. Yeah, a spoon. spoon. You know, we, we can do, do a yeah. spoon. It's perlite. Well, let's look Google where the perlite mountains are and build a studio out of them. The the worst part about it is they typically backfill them with trash. Ooh. So they're typically landfills. Is there any chance that your guy hangs out in a landfill that used to be a person? Because that I believe that would be the definition of irony. <laughs> That's awesome. Right on, man. Well, uh, Nate, thanks again for coming on. Thank you guys uh, growstone. So much. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for hanging out for all more info. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, man. Thanks for making the uh, event here happen, Mr. Golden Coast, Mr. Dave Dave Golden Coast, Mr. Golden Coast, Mr. Dave Golden. Coast. Paging you to the <laughs> E O R. Yo, there he is. Yeah, the man himself, <laughs> Dave Golden Coast, Franchi Cannoli, hash face to face. It's pretty serious stuff, right here. <laughs> this is like. A weed journal, a hash journalist dream right here. If only Rob were here for this, but I know. When next? Time? Next time. Next time. Next we will time. do it. All right. Uh, and Rob, I know Rob has poisoned. Many, well, I wouldn't say poisoned, but he's dosed many people hard with his famous Watson's uh, hash balls that he would set, like, give out during the uh, Queen's Day. So what is this? Little, Tell me of this. Little payback. Oh, he would just he destroyed my mom. I mean, he gave her one <laughs> goo, one goo ball and then put, <laughs> her on, put her on a tram and she. She basically said she like felt she felt like she couldn't even speak and she was just like trying to talk to people like they didn't know what she was saying and yeah he he made these like incredible Watson makes these, these just cannabis these, he makes these hash balls and they're so strong you've had them right you've had Watson's hash uh, no oh no my God. <laughs> you just know it as you're eating it it's burning like it burns it burns going down <laughs> yeah. and. Everybody who has one is just like annihilated. Like you know, do you remember Annie from uh, Amsterdam back in the day? Big Annie. Was, all right, she. I remember one cannabis cup. She got. I mean, she was so high, and she was supposed to be running the cup. You know what I mean? And it was just like the goo balls. The goo so balls. you know, like every bite is like my night is over. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can feel your eyes. I mean, that's a, it's a, by it's the time a, you're done eating the thing, you're higher. Literally, yeah. no people. 
like Dumac and all those guys ate them at uh, my barbecues, you know, and I remember them putting everybody like, I mean, it was so dangerous that I was like, you got to get that out of here. You know what I mean? That stuff is like, it just, it took me like a half an hour to just get my throat back to where it was. Cause it just, I mean, literally just pure, make pure. you puke. Almost. I mean, it's really from, like from being too high. Is it one of those? Too, head head too, spinner. It's too hot. It's head like spinner. too burning. It's like when you get yeah. resin in your eye. And you're just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I know, like, it's ridiculous how strong it can be. You know. How was your guys' weekend? I was good. How was yours? We talked about ours already. Good. Tell me about yours. Favorite part? I to hang out with Rob. Obviously, that was that was fun. good. Yeah. That's always fun. Yeah. And just kind of did everybody mob you when Rob was? Oh my God, Rob Clark. Eh, a little yeah, bit. Little those who little know, <laughs> those <laughs> are in the know. Who Everyone know. you want to talk to. Yeah. Right? It's it just kind of fun to follow those guys around and listen to the conversations they have with people instead of asking the questions all the time. Sure. Just kind of to you're, hear. You're, you're, and you're a question guy, so I know. Yeah. yeah. Just to hear their, you to hear their interests and what they're into for a change. So uh, t- shed some light, man. Come on. You were fly on the wall. That's awesome. Give us a little field report. Just roamed around. I was overwhelmed that it was like a dab flea market. It seemed like didn't seem like much corporate business or flower type stuff. It seemed like a lot of concentrate stuff seems to be the most popular thing. That's what I seem to notice. Oh, definitely. I mean, most of the booths, most of the booths were oil. I mean, it was yeah, in one form or another. Right, and yeah. even though even the ones that should have been more flower, like ended up being more oils. It kind of became overwhelming in a little while. This o- overload, terpene flavor, psychoactive overload. Everywhere you looked, you're like, holy smokes. What was your favorite flavor? Mm. That's not in your normal <coughs> corral, let's say. Zeta. Oh. My favorite dab I took was your rosin. Thanks. If you have any yeah, of you told me about it yesterday. Yeah, you said, you you said basically like mid-conversation. My like second favorite dab you're oh, saying? Oh, you second that. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. My favorite, your Sour Monkey Rosin was... The fire I was talking to Rob and it like stunned me. Like I was talking, you were there, talking, 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 dab. And I was talking and I was... I love my train of thought. It just totally took it out of me. It's great. I'm just glad everybody that. likes it. I mean, we all have our own tastes and flavors. Chocolate chip isn't the best ice cream, so it's kind of nice when you make something yourself from seed to finish that people appreciate it. What's the cross on the Sour Monkey? It's the white cross with a bag seed I got in 96 we call the lemon. Oh, the this infamous cra- Rainbow the Room infamous lemon, lemon. Yeah. lemon. Rainbow Lemon? Rainbow Room Lemon. Oh, Rainbow, Rainbow Room. <coughs> and then uh, cross with the fire. And I end up getting crazy orange type stuff. White Lemon Fire. Yep. White lemon fire. And what's this joint you handed me? That's really why I brought you on the show. That, to is, ask you what this that is. is the fire. The fire. <laughs> the cut rascal uses out of the OGs. It tends to be more piney. So where did you where did you get it from? Um, just born and raised in Southern California and being a weed connoisseur forever. You're just follow your nose. Networking and so where did Rascal get it from? Um, there's several rumors going around because when a lot of these. When California got its medical, there was, even though it was 96 when it came into play, the momentum didn't get going until 2009-ish, 2010, somewhere around there. Stuff was going crazy. There's 800 shops, and we got clone shops for kind of for the first time. And the economy was changing, so they started pulling lots of guys from all different areas, bringing in their genetics to sell their clones, and a lot of these stores grabbed these clones and renamed them. 
No. So, no, wait. You're that telling me a, I don't believe that. that does I, it's never happened. It's a really weed shop <laughs> would not rename <laughs> No. Until to this day, Blasphemy. I go to sleep, try to go to sleep and lose sleep over this. No. I cannot believe they did this. But yeah, no. So these cuts that was obviously go by sarcasm. several different names. Yeah. The fire, I think, has been called Diablo, PK. Fire. There's a bunch of different names. I wouldn't be surprised if it's TK or God knows what at this point. What these things are, but wasn't wasn't that confirmed a while ago or not? No, we. But what what we heard was that. Well, no, we got it from you. You're the only, you're my source on the oh, fire oh, story. Reverse of so, ra- oh no, no, no. Chris Casas told us that that the fire rascal bought it from receipted discount caregivers. Uh, I think he told us from somewhere else. But oh, sure, that was the couple grand story for a couple clones, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's one of the stories that floats around. So but it's, I feel that it's one of the, probably the original Bagseed OGs, not an outcross. It's like an S1 or something. Yeah, sure. exactly. It's, in my opinion, it's, if you cross SFV and fire, you probably end up with like a Tahoe. Tahoe seems to be right in the middle. In the middle. Yep. SFE is real lemon Lemony, pledgy, yeah. uh, very sativa, clean head high, so we would call it. Sure. Um, the fire lemon fire has high. a little more chest punch to it. It's Sweet. a little heavier. Piney? Yes, very piney. For, for as far as the OGs go, I think it has the most pine. Interesting. Um, uh, lemon Larry is a good one. Skywalker, to my opinion, is probably the strongest. It packs the most punch. It's real musky and it's it the dries most, dark. Oh, it's, it's probably the most uh, misrepresented name. It does though. dry dark? Like everybody, everybody calls. I mean, I've seen so many. Like, is it the Skywalker or is it? You kind of know when you get your nose in it. Right. It's real rich and musky. Mm-hmm. It just smells powerful. Like what the hell is that? In my opinion, that could be more recessive tie genes possibly coming through because that's what it reminds me of. Right. And if even more my ra- dad more gets racy, more racy. My dad fooled himself. He lost a butt of OG in the cupboard for a couple of years and smoked it and thought he found an old tie butt. And I thought that was pretty interesting. Mm. That cure process. Because they all go dark and golden and take on that right. peppery THC kind of odd flavor. This is one of your crazy theories? Yeah, speaking yeah. of Dave's crazy theories. Dave's crazy Dave's theories. awesome theories. It's all just theory, right? Sure. So, Dave's awesome theory. I've been trying to tell Adam the mutant branch theory, but I know I'm not telling it faithfully. Can well, you share the mutant branch theory? Well, I just noticed between some of the OGs will grow a mutant branch, <coughs> where it's just a completely different plant than the rest of the plant. And chems too, right? Well, I've, I've seen it in chems. I've seen it before in 2010. I had a double underdog do it, but it actually had some male traits to it too, and it scared the crap out of me. So I got away from that. But recently I've been playing with some chem D stuff, and it started doing it. And when you look at the branch compared to the normal branch, the ratio looks like it could be possible that if a 91 did it, you may end up with an OG type of branch. And, and if that OG was may have been a mutant branch off of Chem 91. Possibly. Because maybe that would make sense if they clone that. You can why it couldn't, here, by the way. couldn't be reworked properly because the DNA has changed. Because I feel there's a lot of breeders that are on to what OG was made of, but it's not stabilizing when they choose their selection. Who are we talking about? And you this? gave some examples of that to me when we spoke why why you felt that it wasn't stabilizing well again i feel that afghani is somewhere involved in og somewhere yeah i would think so obviously so it's your selection of afghanis 
aficionado was working with somebody called John Q. And they have an affi called LA Affi 78. Mm -hmm. And it's a tie, a Colombian and a Paki. Well, see, that's what's interesting is your Afghanis closer to the Pakistani border take on the pine flavor. It, when they say Paki, when they say Paki, they say Chitral, they say all the border Pakistani Afghanistan. And Pakistani Afghanistan, it's the Hindu Kush. We put a border, but that's the English when they separated India. So it, it's not really the name Pakistan Afghanistan doesn't have really a meaning for according for the plant you know what i mean yeah, for I its origin it's it's hindu kush i mean humans are the ones that carried it and humans are ones that created labels and borders to who's to say which was what back then but that particular region of pakistan and afghanistan that she the part? traits of those plants are much different than our afghani one which is a nog champa sweet type of incense hashi plant even the growth is quite different so I think part of the thing of the Chem OG riddle is choosing the right Afghani selection, mm. which could be one of the ones that are not as... In Cali, back in the day, it was all piney, Afghani, sour kind of stuff. And then those kind of like disappeared, and we ended up with all these sweeter type, more frosty, resiny type of plant. So I think it as a connection is mid to late 80s type of Afghani, like the M39 and the Basic 5 era sure. and all that, I think that's where the connection is. Hmm. And then possibly, you know, they say Hawaiian Indica is related to the Northern Lights. Northern Lights could be related to the Shiva. I think Kim is connected to Shiva. And then if you got recessive traits, there's tie involved, so that explains some of the traits that we see. Because I think Chem 4 has some tie traits to it. It even dries golden. I mean, Chem and tie and sour, if it be related to Chem, all for what it's worth, throw herms, which yeah. is a tie trait. It's yep. straight up. It's a, let's say, a southern hemisphere trait. Maybe mm. it's not a Thai, maybe it's a Southeast Asian, Cambodian, Laotian, Filipino, cross with an Afghani that made it to Hawaii. Maybe that's what the Hawaiian is. Yeah, I mean, Super Sativa Seed Club, their basic five is their NL version, right. but they used a Hawaiian indica versus uh, Cincy Seeds. You know, used, five yeah. yeah. But they're, they're both, those are guys like us that love weed. And we're on it and doing very similar things like we're all doing today. There's a bunch of guys working with glue and cookies and all that shit because it's a good fucking strain. Sure. So they're going to work with it. There was no different from previous generations doing the same thing. All the way from the 60s, these guys were connoisseurs and hunting the good shit. And then, you know, that generation changes and another network of these guys do the same stuff. And we're working off all elder stuff. But yeah. there is an evolution I see with aficionado with Jean, like he's he's been breeding for uh, 25 years, only with heirloom genetics that has been growing in uh, in Mendo Humboldt, and it 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 becomes it like it's like the plant really adapts to the place not only to the to the person but to the place and it's, it's a symbiotic relationship it, like it, the other it, guy was it, saying it 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 what we call an heirloom it become it become part of the land it's not a land race but it's more than 
just that first seed that was brought years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, he's done a lot of the work that humans have been doing with cannabis for a long time that were connoisseurs. Because our hashish farmers were selecting the best for their region. And all we are is a bunch of Westerners that cruised down the hippie trail in the late 60s and started bringing stuff back going, whoa, we're the best now. But guys like Gene, you can't get experience from the internet. You have to do it. It's like roller skating. You can watch roller skating all you want, videos you want, but if you go put them on, you're going to fall on your ass. So roller skating. guys like that have experience right? and they're such yeah, connoisseurs that they were able to take these things to another level. What's interesting about IFAN is the pre-78 and pre-Soviet. Oh, here we I've go. Asked, more, more theories. I've asked Rob and Sam about this, and that's just a bunch of crock because, if anything, Soviets took Afghani back to Russia. They're not going to bring Ruderalis to Afghanistan. No, so. so the gene poll wasn't screwed with. Sam says, if anything, you want pre-72 Afghani seats. But he says, no, anything in pre-78 or pre-Soviet is just more of a marketing ploy to say ours is more original than yours. Mm. So, again, a lot of this is smoke and mirrors. And if you could filter yeah, out as best does, as you it can. Does source, source it back to prior to an Afi, the Af- Afghani that I got in 2004 type thing. Well, that, that, could go for <coughs> that could go for anything. Absolutely. I'm saying it gives it some provenance, though. Yeah, but again, the thing about Afghanistan, too, is it's got microclimate just like any other That's something I was hoping you would bring up. So there's there's going to be distinct phenos. Well, I mean, distinct cultivars or phenos from different regions. Right, when we say Afghani. There's just not one Afghani. Right. Just like there's not one... So American Sam did, did go on the hippie trail, and he did collect his own seeds, but there's not to say other people went and went different areas and brought back some different stuff. Of course. But then, then I think now everything becomes a potpourri blur, and we start assuming things. Because the Internet is good at giving you some amazing proper information, but you can also get some really wrong information. Yeah. No. And hopefully Nothing. you have decent common... <laughs> Well, it's good, though. Well, everything that's ever been on this show is always it only teaches you to speakers. use your common sense filter. <laughs> Read some books. The elders are where it's at. Some yes, of these sir. books are phenomenal. Mel Frank's books will give you latitudes and longitudes and flowering times for those Pacific plants from that area. Mexico had indicas in northern Mexico. So a lot of these, we're trying to put together a puzzle we don't know what it looks like. And we're just trying to put pieces in. The more pieces we get in, the better the picture looks. Sure. And that's kind of what we do every week. Every yeah. week. Bit by bit. Sometimes we describe our show. Place. You just describe the show. Yeah. yeah. You don't know where you're going <laughs> if you don't no know where you came from. And we, have, and we do have no idea where we're going. And that's <laughs> what we're, we're grateful to have. And I mean, this is the spirit of the Cannabis Cup. And maybe uh, maybe we didn't have it at the cup as much as we'd hoped or at certain parts <laughs> of the cup. <laughs> but we have it here. I mean, it's the spirit of the people who truly care and truly love this plant coming together to honor it in this way. And like, this is. This is a cup for me right here, guys. Well, these are the passion over profit people, I think. Probably not bad. As long well, as it's not bad, there. but passion is well, it comes with it. Creates I mean, quality. And the reality yeah. is, when it comes from the when it when it's not the focus, then it it it, it, it happens. It, it comes naturally. Well, then yeah, it's yeah, even it better. I mean, that's yeah. it, that's when, when usually when you love what you do, you do a good job. Yeah. 
And as soon as you get complacent and or, lose or, the fire or, into your butt, yeah. Well, and then the new kid on the block is going to take you out because he's got the fire. Well, the classic is, you know, you're, you're, you're all good until you start getting a little bit rested on your laurels and get a little complacent. And, you know, you know in your heart that you should go do it and you don't go do it. And then that's when, it, you know, once you do that, you kind of, you know, turn. The first time. You, you turn yeah. against yourself in a sense as a grower. I mean, if you're like, if you think something and you really got to go for it, just go. Go figure it out. Make sure it's happening because that's that's usually your gut your gut feeling is the right one. You know that's how you're, that's where your plant communicates with you. So like all of a sudden intuition. you're like, and it's weird too because it'd be like, you know, Wow, I have to go back. You know, you drive back, and then you you're like, "Oh my god, holy shit!" This I has been all the that door open to the whole place. Yeah, right? you know, whatever it was, your and ESP is working or something. Yep. Yeah, and then you're on point. You know, I mean, and that's and that's kind of with everything, but with plants, it's really obvious because you know you're dealing with living things and you're like you're communicating, and then if you're feeling like you didn't do your job, it's almost like you know you know you know if you're in a relationship, you don't take care of your your, your what you put into it is what you get out of it, and you know just that little <laughs> bit of extra little bit of energy. It's like wow that really made a huge difference and the plants you know uh, every every day is literally a year to the plant in my opinion because you know 45 to 100 days is pretty much our average life you know what i mean most people don't live beyond 100 most people live hopefully past 45 and that's kind of the range of the plants and so if you neglect those plants for five or six of those days it's like five or six years of neglection on yourself or on your kid or you know what i mean and that's probably not going to work and if it's in the beginning it's really damaging I mean, the most damaging. Later on, you can kind of get away with it, maybe, but still, it's like the guy who puts that little extra energy in, he always wins, you know what I mean? And that's so obvious. Like you guys say all the time, if you do a lot of preventative, you don't have to deal with issues later. Remember the guy, remember when uh, uh, at the Emerald Cup, he said the guys who won didn't even have, like, we're watering with a single cup like this, like, yeah, uh, and they could only do one cup at a time because there was the water situation was so drastic, and they literally had to go and hand water this plant every single day like that, like, with little tiny cups, and it was the winter, overall winter. It was huge, too. It was a huge plant. It wasn't, like, a small plant by any means. It was outdoor, <laughs> you know, outdoor plant, hand watering with a little cup, and, you know, that, that uh, attention to detail there was obviously huge. Learn your plant. Like I, I study the leaves and the bumps and the stems and everything about the plant. The more you learn about them, the more you get them dialed. So uh, Ryan, the producer, informs me that uh, we're going to want to bring Jason from Dark Horse on to no. no. Why? What? You didn't inform me of anything. Well, I just I said that's an executive change. We're going to bring executive change. Oh, we're going to bring Odie of Homegrown Natural Wonders into the wow, combo. Wow, this is a nonstop. Nonstop. Dave, I uh, oh, want to talk to you for longer. That's all right. We'll have yeah. Dave. Dave, Mike, should we give him his own show? Is his own crazy show? How about, can Dave take my seat and I'll go take a break? What? We what? just did three hours plus, Get don't we? out of town. No, all right, breaks. all right, all right. Odie. I'm going to give my spot to Odie. What would you do? You turn the show off? Kid. Well, Frenchie, thank you as always. All right, now we're. Yeah, Frenchie yeah, yeah, could talk for days. He's yeah, like, we don't hey, want you to leave. No, but um, it's not to be late, love. Yeah. I gotta have to yeah. go, guys. It's okay. No, it's great. We, we yeah, always love having you on. It's a pleasure to be with you guys. <laughs> it's fine. Thanks, it's Frenchie. not a radio show. When it's are you gonna uh, be in Denver next? Four twenty. Uh, people ask me to go and uh, and teach there, but uh, yeah. yeah, for the for, like an event, uh, high time event at uh, in Denver, it's different. Mm. I don't know. Denver has got an energy that you can't spoil. For sure. So we're, so we will be seeing you. Yeah, and yeah. And and I mean, we're, we're always we do monthly events now, or we will be soon. So we'd love to have you at any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, sir. Oh. 
Frenchie, travel safe. Thank you. Uh-oh, Crunchy's getting crazy out there. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Crunchy's getting out of hand. Crunchy's going nuts. See ya, Frenchie. <laughs> hey. Oh. That's not good. Uh-oh. Did you just, kill, did you just threaten someone to get back to your seat? No, the fucking ficus tree touched my hair and called me something racist. Oh, <laughs> uh, it always happens. It was awful. It's those dan- ficuses are really bad. Like also, that. I found some pills in the hallway and I ate them. Did you? Just randoms? How do you feel? I feel pregnant. Uh, pregnancy pills, those are dangerous. <laughs> oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ooh. Got long knees. Odie Day. What's up, buddy? Not much. How y'all doing? Oh, no worries. Ryan, can you help Odie out with the mic? Oh, he's got it. He's got it. Oh, yeah, Beer McDeer? Okay. You got to talk into the front part. I'll lead in. How's that? Is that better? Yeah, that's, that's actually that's good. That's pretty good. You sound pretty good. You sound pretty good. So how was your week? How was your week? Uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, it was a different layout than normal. But, uh, you know, it's always good to see folks. Uh, favorite part of the cup? Outstanding moments? <laughs> Everyone has a hard time um, with this one this year. Yeah. The sunset? Last night, oh. it was pretty nice. Yeah, that That's was good. beautiful. You know, was be- um, Actually, the weather was good this time. It was, it was very nice. Pleasant. Except for last week. No, that's what I mean. The time this we were week, like yeah. last yeah. week, forget about it. <laughs> Doesn't count if I'm not here. No, definitely much, not. No. Definitely. Did you come last week? You didn't do both. No, weeks. no, I was gonna say. No, I, I was in Denver last week. Oh yeah, that's right. You were there you with remember me. Remember, we, we, oh, we, we were together. Oh yeah, we were together. Oh, that's right. Now I remember. Where were you last weekend? Ah, that feels like more than a week ago. I know it does. Well, we just keep stacking these things on top of each other. It happens. It happens. So, what, you, what was it? What was your? Uh, Do you see anything special, flavor-wise, or trends that you think are, are interesting and kind of? Not that, really. Nothing to change your nothing your path. Nothing. Your path is not changed. No. No. You're you're staying on the Odie path. Pretty much. Good. Well, it's a decent path. What? 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 Try to get the kid's attention, and he's like, "The kid." I'm like, "Try to produce the show," and I'm waving at him. I'm whistling. <laughs> I'm going like this. Well, he's. Like, I think the edibles kicked in. I can see it already. <laughs> Actually, I was just um, talking to him about some video that I recently saw. Of him? Yeah. Oh, 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 the one on the. Oh, the edibles that was video. Yeah, the edibles that was video. Here. That was pretty. That was, here. that was in this hotel. That was here in this hotel, filmed downstairs. We didn't. Don't say it too loud because we didn't pay for that here. <laughs> <laughs> sadly enough, sadly enough, that's our only video on our thing. I think that's, that's really funny. Right? I think that's the best. <laughs> but we are a video show yeah, we that have produces one new video content on a th- at least three hours of it on a weekly basis. But we managed to get one video. That's our video on our Facebook. Is the kid on 3,000 milligrams of, of something. How many was he on? A lot. We're getting there. My hair looks amazing. You know you can't talk into the mic. Your hair does look amazing. <laughs> you cannot talk not into the mic. You cannot talk not into the mic. I can't even hear you. Jesus. So, you want to talk into the mic? You can talk into the mic. Hey, Regis. I ate a lot. Hey, Regis. Hey, Regis. Those pill little bottles alone were like 600 milligrams a bottle, and I had to eat at least three of those. So there was a lot of milligrams. Is that how you use a microphone? No, all right. Are you I'm high? Guess, yeah. so he, looks really, he, looks, he looks really high right now, doesn't he? I like it better this way. You can't abuse me. No, we you just can't defend yourself. Those capsules were very strong. Ryan. Are you flinching? Don't flinch. It's just a macaron. Don't worry. It won't kill you. Can't hurt you. Isn't it two for flinching? 
two two macaroons for flinching. Um, were there any trends in in this year's SoCal Strawberry Cup banana that you did not like? Strawberry banana. Strawberry banana. We didn't banana. like it. I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just <laughs> saying that like it wasn't. That wasn't the winner. In, my opinion. in your opinion. No. I, mean, I have to. I mean, I have to say in my opinion. I can say it was, it was no, the winner. Not winners. I'm just saying. Well, I'm saying I mean, trends in trend? in the entire cup that you just see that's like. Oh, this fucking like permeating. Like You're talking about the number this, of crunchies this, there. This dumb, idea, crunchies. this dumb idea of making gum. Is it like, seems that's the first thing I noticed. That, that trend sucks. It seems there's more rosin. <laughs> Besides that, more rosin. Oh. We like that trend. We like that trend. Yeah, no, the kid. The kid doesn't like that. He doesn't want anybody uh, else. Making I don't want anything to do with rosin. Oh, wow. <laughs> How come that mic's so good? <laughs> that was quick. This this mic, That's it's so, so good because it's been blessed by my golden voice. <laughs> so, Crunch Dizzle, what trends are you might you be alluding to? Oh, I was just curious. Just repeated what I said five seconds ago. No, I didn't. <laughs> did you say any trends you didn't like? Oh, they didn't. You switched. Whoa, up. I'm Whoa. a negative Nancy on it. You are. Yeah. That's your style. That's what I'm saying. I'm just curious because there was a lot of stuff I didn't like. Like what? Uh, I didn't like the splitting up. I mean, a lot of people oh, were talking well that about trend that. We hated. Oh, I mean, yeah. I know, but like there was, it was the thing I didn't really like about the cup was it's just. <laughs> Man, you gotta think about this, huh? Not tough really. For you? <laughs> it's it's not tough for me. It's like it's getting so like blanketed with the same stuff over and over and over, and the same booths have so much stuff well, that it doesn't even matter where you go. It's just about branding for most of everything, unless you're looking for genetics and you know who to talk to, unless you're looking for specific things. Like it, it doesn't really matter. So, like by breaking it up and having it be like a really just homogenous mix of people just trying to you know break into the industry or just spend a lot of money on the industry you get this effect where nobody can find anybody it was even hard to find people i knew because everything was so spread out and there was so much stuff that looked the same that i got lost on the way back to my own booth all the time we saw this right. other guy that was a fake crunchy we oh, call him crispy crispy was really really cool and he was so cool he was, he was funnier than <laughs> me that's a perfect example of just like he was he was funnier than me he was taller than me uh we Played one on one. He held me to three points, one rebound, two assists. Candy apples, dude. Was uh, which really is weird. I don't know how you get assists one on one. I helped him. It was fucking weird. He was so fucking charming. I don't know who this crispy guy is, but I love him to death. I, I, I'm gonna gay marry him in Massachusetts, and we're gonna live happily ever after, making. Inferior gum products, I hear. Probably swag from Adam Dunn. Every time he chews it, it says swag. Exactly. Swag. <laughs> hmm, spearmint swag. Tropical swag. <laughs> Mix them together. Wait, Brown so, swag. so, wait. But you didn't actually meet this crispy guy. He never got to No, I didn't fucking meet him. I wouldn't play him on one-on-one either. Is oh, he, he's not taller than bitter. me. You sound bitter. I'm not bitter. You guys fucking harass me about meeting this guy. Mitch takes me on this <laughs> wild goose chase. Can't find the fucking guy. And then you guys take me to his booth to stake him out. And there's no guy who looks like me. And they're like, he's going to show up. And I look like a fucking thug. Just standing there in a fucking bandana with Versace glasses on. Looking like, yo, who's this fucking fake me walking around being fake me? I'm going to fuck him up. Like, yeah. Oh. Looking like the only guy cannabis makes aggressive as fuck. Like, <laughs> no, we saw mad people in bulletproof vests. That was 
No, they weren't. Like, they were not in bulletproof vests. They were in plate carriers with no plates. Why? It's like a fucking condom with holes in it. It's fucking stupid <laughs> as fuck. Oh, yeah, At least were, clip they, something to it other than a security badge. Right, fuck they, boys. They, they did have actually nothing in them. I know, but Zach was lovely. He was actually a really nice guy. I loved his mullet. <laughs> fucking that guy was killer. <laughs> I swear to God, he wrestles alligators in his basement. <laughs> So Odie, that was, a good rant. that was a good rant. Yeah. That was a great, yeah. that was a great <laughs> rant. I yeah. appreciate it. So we got Odie from Homegrown Natural Wonders here. Uh, is, is Odie joining the crew out there with us out there? What's the deal? Yeah, you join, I, I don't want to throw him on the spot here. I, don't, I assume kids <laughs> you got to talk about it, but I don't know if I'm supposed to say this. No, I think he's too edible out right still yet. I gotcha. Something going on in Colorado. What just happened? Ah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. It's time for slow skate. So find your partner. So we're in a bathroom and it walked into the room and then all of a sudden that happened. The the toilet is touch button, touch screen. Is that what it was? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Jason. Our host, Jason Darkhorse. <laughs> he had his slow jams on. He was getting his slow jams. That's like, what he was kind of thinking. The, do- like, the Broncos won, so he was feeling in a slow jam mood. Looks like we're He's in a great mood for sure. Wow, that, that looks like we're uh, officially wrapping it up, I would say. Huh? Yeah, well, we. Uh, oh, you're going to make an announcement here? Oh, yeah, I the announcement. Big, big announcements. What's the announcement? I don't know. Kid, why are we, what's, what are we supposed to ask Odie, producer? Hold up a sign or something. Cue cards. Oh my! No, we so forgot. Are we doing something in Colorado? Yeah, yes, we are. Awesome. That's what we're awesome. Oh, yes, are we, we in like Seattle in a couple of weeks as well, or we, something? Oh yeah, that's a good thing to talk about too. We're going to be doing yeah. Seattle uh, next, the nineteenth, I believe it is, right? Yeah, yeah. something like keynote that. speaker Adam Dunn. Of course. And Odie, you're on the panel too. <laughs> yes, I am. And then we do the a panel. panel. And then we do a panel the other time. So is Sunny yes. Chiba and several others. Sunny's out there. Sunny yeah. is Sunny's out there. Sunny's around here somewhere. Dancing to slow jams with Jason. <laughs> is that what's going on over there? Look at Jason. What is he doing? Oh, I wish we could pan the camera to Jason. <laughs> Jay, bring that in front of the camera. Is he, lean? Is he drinking lean? What's he doing? <laughs> oh, how, disturbing trends? How about cannabis lean? Thoughts? Right. And then one person told us that, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, this guy got people off of real lean by giving them cannabis lean. And I'm like, how about they just smoke weed? Why does it have to be in lean form? Apparently, it was important <sighs> to support their double cup. You know culture. why they have to? Yeah, double it's cup? the why fucking culture, man. It's stupid as fuck. And what's the double cup for? Uh, so to keep colder. it cold, which Actually is stupid cold. as fuck. Because, like, in order to make proper lean, you have to make warm Jolly Rancher <laughs> solution initially. And then you have to pour the Sprite in. Mixing it slowly, and then you have to add a little bit of Sprite, and then ice, and then you just drop that in a second cup. But you look like an asshole. And you waste a lot of styrofoam. What you do is, right. if you're in Florida, you go to Snow Castle. It's a good snow cone place. It's on 524 in Merritt Island. <laughs> and you get uh, a medium snow cone in a large cup. And then you can add whatever poison you would like to that motherfucker. Plus, they have 127 flavors, including my favorite, Tiger's Blood, mixed with sex on the beach. I call it sex with a tiger. 
It's fucking delicious. Um, so shout out to Snowcastle. Thanks. Oh yeah. What the fuck were we talking about? We're talking about Odie's Odie schedule. So you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so you're gonna be up Seattle, in Seattle, and then uh, I'm not quite sure after that. But yes, we're there in Colorado for the 420 week. Yes, you're coming to Denver. Yes. And, nice. then, we're gonna, and then we're gonna kidnap you and make you grow weed. Grow, grow make seed. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much chain you up down at the basement. Make seed on make while seed you're chained now. up in one room. <laughs> there you go. That's the uh, best way to do it. Yeah. yeah. That's, that sounds like an official announcement in my opinion. <laughs> Nothing pops like a sweatshop seed. <laughs> uh, seed shop, sweatshop. I'm looking for a pun. Oh. Uh, nothing. Nothing. Sweet shop. No. 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 Swedish. No. Now I'm even trying to do like a triangle shirt waist factory reference. Triangle. Because ah, I could do triangle, but no, that's not gonna work. That pun, that pun is falling that flat. That pun has fall, fell, fall, fell. All right, so All right. Ryan, now what? Am I supposed to bring Jason on now? <laughs> yep. Yes. No, you know, it looks like our assistant producer Shay says Jason. Bring Jason on. You're saying heart. Make bring, sure move it. Move Shout it. out to the smartwatch. I can see Chris K Dash talking to me just as I flick of the wrist. <laughs> What's he, what's he saying from Nothing. Fucking none of your business, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> He's not coming? He's not coming? Of course he has to. Odie, thank you, buddy. Oh, here he comes. He's pop-locking when he comes over here, too. Oh, hell yeah. Watch. This is about as much of a pop Oh, by the way. That's your party box. That's your party box, sir. Talk to the mic. Mike, Mike. It's your beats. Your beats. I'd also like to talk about the oh, debut of my new product. Yeah, that's probably gonna cost me like two hundred dollars. What was that? Oh shit! We'll fix it, buddy. What is it, man? You just broke the chair. Uh oh. <laughs> Got party beats right here. That Whoa! Is that where that music came from? Yes, that yeah, was. Buddy. Uh, hey, can we get room service to send up eighteen pairs of roller skates? I'm gonna get fucking weird. Oh, shit! That's loud. Dude. I know. I'm yelling at you. Come on, kid. Yeah, oh, is that a Katy Perry video? Are you, are you, are you upset with the kid? Because if you are, you should feed him more macaroons. No more macaroons. Yeah. No more macaroons. <laughs> What's going on? Was there a football game today? Football game. Oh. Denver Broncos. Whoa! Wow. Tell us how that was. Wait. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what about Von Miller, Demarcus Ware. You guys don't even know what I'm talking about. Nope. Go, go, go. Ahead. Denver Broncos people know what I'm talking about. Oh, Defensive man. line just crushing it. <laughs> loved it. I loved every second. Of we're, it. We're, we're we're super happy that they won, mostly for you, actually. Yeah, more than anything. More than anything. Really, more than anything, we're glad they didn't lose. The, the Adam Pinto crowd is like largely Colorado base, and they're fucking happy right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, Tim Martin has said Denver Broncos. To the Denver Broncos fans in Denver right now because <coughs> it's. My booth Fuck was yes. my booth was Denver Broncoed out. I mean, shout out to Roy, you know, keeping it down in the fucking in the plus gun booth with the Broncos. You got a Bronco at your booth? Nah, we had we had the we had the Super Bowl projected onto the plus gun uh. to stay on brand, but also to show people the Super Bowl. Very smart. Jason watched it in a fancy suite. So I did my booth. How, how did the booth go? I also watched it in a fancy suite. It was all right. Yeah, was <laughs> <laughs> what I going to say. I'm glad they didn't lose because it would have been really a bummer to show up here in your fancy suite when you were all like, oh, yeah, we didn't lost. Yeah, we didn't want to see Mopey, Mopey no. guy. So I'm glad they won. You're glad they won, though, right? There was, Are no, you gonna there was no doubt they were going to win. Oh, oh good. All right. now, please, now you're please do more of this. 
uh, come on now. Do you have any friends? We have a couple listeners from the Carolinas. Do you have I, any I do that? actually agree with the sucks sentiment. To be you that sad face right now. Sucks that sad face. That's it. Sad the face. Broncos did you. have to win this. It, there was no other way because they have been feeding on hate this year. That's no, right. Uh, that's right. That's right. Go that's ahead. Right. I'm just saying, if you put money on the Broncos this year, in the last few games, you made fucking money. So thirty-six to one in Vegas. I'm just saying, no, like every you get to say, I mean, defenses win it. championships. <laughs> defenses win championships. Oh. That's just that's the name of the game. My man knows what's up. Crunchy knows what's up. There we go. And on that note. <laughs> also, sorry to anybody's rosin press I used to fuck with my mohawk today. It probably tastes weird, but it'll go well, away look soon. Look at that hawk. Do we got a live Is that what you did, you rosin? Yeah, we got, we got 49 right at the moment. 49, damn. Let's give away some shit. I love giving away shit. You want to give away that chair? Not the chair. You want to give away the robe? Let's give away a dark horse hoodie, even though I can't afford it. Let's do it. Let's hope we'll give away the robe. Those are cheaper. I can't give away a robe. Fuck that. They'll charge you, but it's cheaper than a hoodie. Not the robe. Nobody wants a robe. Everyone wants a hoodie. Who, who wants a robe from the Michigan? Well, somebody can tell me what, what color my shoelaces are right now. Uh-oh. Can you see my shoelaces? Good, you can't. What color my shoelaces are? First person to type it in the chat room because we can't do Skype. Gets First a person free to type in the chat room gets a free dark horse hoodie. Everybody wants a chair. What color are my shoelaces? They don't want the. They want the chair. And then uh, a robe from the Mission Inn will go to a kid. We have two extra robes in the room. How do you win a robe from the Mission Inn? Kid can have a robe. No, he's not. He, no. How do you win he it? He's not wearing a robe. He needs jam jams. You need jam jams. Tell me how you win it. You don't right. Of course you do. All right, purple. We got purple. We got red. We got orange. We got blue. We got wrong. We got wrong. We got green. We got wrong. We got yellow. Wrong. All right. I'm just checking. Just checking. <laughs> just checking. I can, I can uh, give away a gray. gray. Not dirty, wrong. though. You're wrong. Okay. I can give away a blue trap phone that holds three different SIM cards. <laughs> Chris Kadash, I believe, will take that, too. It's actually pretty sick. It's actually pretty sick. Crunchy's giving away shit, too. What color are his shoelaces? Why are you doing this? I got no shoelaces. Guard here? What, what are you freaking white? out for? You're trying to land a jumbo jet? Who's got white? Oh, my God. Who's the first one? Who was the first white? Scroll back. You can't even see my ironic. You thought it was going to be exotic. You can't even see my ironic T-shirt. Chat room knows. Who was the first white? Who was the first one to cue in his white? The first white, I believe, was a mutant that occurred somewhere in the Caucasus Mountains. Not that white. Oh, you mean Caucasians? White shoelaces. Oh, oh I just I just saw it. I just saw it. Uh, I rock. It looks like. I rock, dude. I rock gets all the. I, I rock's my homie, dude. I rock. You get a free hoodie anyway. Come on. So you, what? What do you want me to give it to this person who had the color closest? Is there a second oh, white? I rock. You get anything you want anyway, dude. Anything you want. The problem is y'all be inviting fucking fans and friends the same fucking thing to where everybody gets the same <laughs> shit anyway. That is true. And <laughs> you're terrible at selling things because whenever people... Crunchy walks up to the booth I'm trying to give us our first sale, Jason's like, no, no. I'm like, money's no good here. I'm like, please take my money. I, like I have too much of it. And they're like, I don't even like that shit. I like to give. Just take some stuff. I like to give. If there's no other white, then i I got to give it to Ira. You showed me. excitement for genetics. Please take something. Please, please. You'll get your hoodie. Kid, you want your turn? You can come on the mic. Uh, we should just wrap it up. Actually. No, oh, he's he's your arms like a. Yo, trust me, you should never wrap it up. It feels better. <laughs> Eat more. Perfect. I got two more for him here. Two more. You got two more. To go. <coughs> Yo, yeah, yeah. you know what we should do? We should launch. We should launch THC MMA, where everybody has to consume like fourteen thousand milligrams and just fight it out. That's like Adam's Thanksgiving every year. 
Everybody what, fights. They, and they get they get really high and fight. <laughs> Not fight, but necessarily <laughs> fight to stay awake. Oh, that's that's that different. Was, that <laughs> a, you and dad joke with that motherfucker. In <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they do fight, <laughs> the urge to fall asleep. <laughs> Like the kid. Kid's about to fall asleep. Kid's falling asleep right, right there. Nah, he's lonely. back. Don't let I believe that's nah. called pulling the crunchy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Last oh, year, oh, I actually fell asleep on that very couch. I was year. fucking depressed. Oh. Wait, it's because you lost a van last year. I lost a van. <laughs> I lost a girlfriend. I lost a shitload of nice shoes. I loved those shoes. Also, the girl. Um... But those fucking shoes, shoe game hot back then. Still, still fucking hot. I'm just saying, like, you know, got the fucking Angus fucking slip-ons. Hot as fuck. Still got the hair on them. Um, Angus slip-ons. But, yeah, it was a tough time for me. And plus, I was just eating so many edibles indiscriminately that I didn't do math good and grammar good. And therefore good. lost where your car was. No, I didn't lose where the car was. Yeah, we switched cars. I gave you the keys. I found the I car. I did not get the keys. Yes, you get the keys. I gave them to the Let's booth. Don't, do don't fucking show. do this because <laughs> I will do this. I was the one who popped up in the hotel. I was like, who the fuck got the rental car? And you're like, nobody. I nobody. dropped the keys off. I lo- Don't forget, I lost all my belongings in the rental car. Don't be like, oh, you lost the, you lost the rental car. Fuck you. Where'd you lose? A goddamn couple dollars in your American Express? I lost all my belongings. Uh, my belongings. I can't, I can't even rip from Hertz from the shit I said to them over the phone anymore. <laughs> I said shit that probably got me on a list with ISIS. They probably, oh, please, are you, are you wanting to be recruiting? And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I just was going to fuck their shit up. I'm good with all that other stuff. But, like, don't, like, you make it like I fucked that shit all up. Right, all obviously right. I obviously hit it. Jesus. It's a sore spot because I found the car. It was already towed. Where was it? It was in the fucking parking lot where I said it was when I handed the keys where off did to the you booth. Park it? Just for a fact. Because I had to go do the catering event where at the hotel. So I was jump. running right back and forth. Right where, did, where did you park it? That's all I want to know. I parked it right in the general admission lot next to the other rental car because I followed everyone in. That's here's why a, we switched cars. Here's what I'm amazing. Here's what I'm amazing. Here's what I'm finding. Here's amazing. what I'm amazing. You amazing? Here's what I am amazing. I'm I amazing that that uh, we have. Let me confirm here. Yeah, we actually have two more viewers since Crunchy started his rant. Yeah, goddamn right you do. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking payoff with me. So Fucking results. Can we call the Denver since Denver can be abbreviated DR? Can we call the Denver Broncos the Drunkos right now? Fuck no, no, not even you. We're champions. We're world fucking yeah. champions. We're I'm sure so they're hella drunk right now. We're fucking champions, and we're all having a drink. <laughs> we're all having a drink. Those are the trials of a champion. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason they invented Uber. <laughs> so Ubers are free. Did you see that commercial? Ubers are free. Yeah, Uber are free tonight. Honda's what about Uber Ubers in L.A. Yeah, I, I think that's everywhere. We just had a regional commercial. Oh, oh wow! Was that everywhere? I don't know. Uber don't X's know. are free. Uber Jet is Thursday free. Honda just hop tonight. on the first jet you see. You know, yell a bunch. Just you know, just, just jump in front of a pink mustache and get in the car. Oh hell yeah! Even if it's just on a drag the queen. Kids begging us to finish. All right, kid. What? Why? You, what? You can go. go I can click the button. Kids got a curfew. You guys can finish the show. You can go speak with everybody. Enjoy your time. Can you talk about the Super Bowl, kid? 
The Denver microphones, Broncos won a Super Bowl, Microphones are like guns, nigga. It's like a second penis. Everyone has to hear it. Can you explain how important it is so he understands? The Denver Broncos have not won a Super Bowl since John Elway. And John Elway suffered so many fucking times. This is a big fucking deal right here. The Denver Broncos won the Super Bowl. Whoa. I think I agree it's a big deal, but you no, cannot no, no. say John Elway be suffering and shit. Like I'm in the Cherry Hills village and shit. That shit is nice as fuck. John Elway like, is the king of Denver. You know how many wires you have to cut John on the Elway security is the Jesus system? Christ of Denver. It's fucking thick. Is Peyton Manning the new Jesus Christ in no, Denver? No, no, no. He's not. He's no. not John Elway. I love like I. Peyton's, Peyton should retire because he yes. he's going out on top just like just like Johnny, and that'd be sweet. But if Peyton wants to hang out, that would be um, I think that that would be a mistake. I think he should go to the Jets. I think we should rock with Brock Osweiler. The dude's badass. We gotta give him a chance. Son. Yeah. Peyton goes to the Jets. Pay the dude. Great. What are you calling Brett Favre now? He's just gonna go on that Favre like circus tour. Jets, Vikings, yep. uh-huh. yeah, New Orleans. We'll be yeah. back with baseball scores after the draft. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, first golf actually. <laughs> Yo, I love golf. Let's, let's Crazy. Go. One more viewer since we've been talking football. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you, it's a party gotta, in Denver right now. They just want to talk. Denver, you gotta give Broncos, the people what football. they want. Golf, Denver Broncos, football, football. talk. Denver Broncos. So now it's over for the Denver Broncos. It's not. It's not. Yeah, over. it's over the by season, winning. It definitely, oh, well, yeah, yeah. The you beat the over. game. The game's over. Yeah. yeah. Well, we reached the Mecca this year. Yeah. And so, what about the off season? What are you looking for from Broncos in the off season? Brock Osweiler would be the quarterback, or potentially a new quarterback to come in and a repeat. Anyone? Course. Anyone being arrested for a drug offense, maybe mm-hmm. or. Some sort of assault. I'm hey. sort of interested to see if HGH or the Peyton Manning Al Jazeera HGH thing comes to like any fruition. And like, you know, like, I'm not a huge Peyton fan, so that's the thing. Like, he's like a stem cell baby, like, went to get his neck fixed in like Europe, and now he's doing HGH and potentially. And I'm sort of. So, how do you feel about winning the Super Bowl with that? I mean, I don't give Aren't a shit. Aren't you kind of a big cheater? <laughs> I'm not conflicted. I'm not conflicted. So he's his quarterbacks. They're always cheating. Eating ain't yeah, cheating, exactly. man. There's controversy around the Super Bowl every year, but I, I, I don't think Peyton's. I don't, I, fuck that. I'm, this isn't a tainted I, victory. Yo, honestly, fuck y'all. But honestly, who the fuck cares? Like seriously, like it's a different game than it used to be. I think everyone should be able to fucking inject as much shit as they want to, as long as they can perform at the top of their level at all times. I think we should bring back the XFL and just give inmates indiscriminate amounts of steroids and uppers and allow them to play football as hard as they want yeah. with no restrictions on just personal fouls. Did you see the Pope of the Concussion movie? Why the fuck would I watch Will Come Smith on, acting you son like? Of a bitch, it was good, dude. I bet it was. It's Will Smith acting Will like Smith. the Kimbe Matumbo. Who the fuck about that it shit? Was, I got shit to do. It was interesting. Because all these motherfuckers are brain dead. They are hitting their heads too hard. <laughs> I am wrinkling my forehead, so I'm going to have an Oscar. Like, fuck, man. Like, it's fucking Will Smith. Like, he's a black dude. You fucking put him in a suit and make him look sad for 45 minutes. It's going to be fucking golden. Like, it's, uh, it's going to change the NFL. Nobody was the Super Bowl this year. Like... <laughs> Good job. That's good. good Thank you. I'm fucking awesome. That might have been better than Morgan Freeman. Hashtag that was, that was better than for Oscar. Wait, Ryan, did you hear that? Jason says Crunchy's impressions were better than Morgan Freeman. 
awesome. Let's go. Let's Starting let's shit. We're doing a round by round like impression off. Yeah, nah. that's what you want, right? Yeah. You want to hear Regis, right? Everybody wants to hear Regis. Regis versus. Come on. Come yes. On. Chat room wants Regis. Chat room says, "Oh my God, Regis is there." Dude, you got Regis fans apparently. I'm not doing Regis. Let's just. Jason didn't invite Regis to his party so that he can't come on the mic. Help us wrap the part. Yeah. Help us wrap this up with Regis. Why don't we close this shit out with some Regis? Peer pressure of the whole room. Do you, do you want everyone in this room to yell at you to do Regis? What about Morgan Freeman? Can we get a little Morgan Freeman on this shit? Yeah, at least Morgan. Morgan? Kid ran and hide. Come on, kid. You're not doing well for you. Is this a pre-Morgan dab? Oh, you're doing me a dab? Sweet. Okay, Crunchy, you're doing do you things. Do you have any closing impressions? Uh, closing impressions. Closing impressions um, of the cup. Closing impressions of the cup. No, I meant closing celebrity impressions. Oh. Only celebrity. That's right. celebrity <sighs> closing celebrity impressions. I mean, what the fuck? Like, I kind of win by default. Yeah, you win. You so, know. We want to see a range. We want to see a range that you have. I don't know. I'll do an Eddie Murphy laugh, maybe. I mean, like, what the fuck? I know. A little fuck. higher, though. You, would you like me to do it? i do an amazing chicken. Sure. Oh, that was really chicken. good. I heard <coughs> this. Yeah. I mean, I raised chickens for a long time. So. so you have to be able to talk to them in their language. Listen to this chicken, kid. That was good, isn't it? They that. mohawk. And then you lure them in and you fry them and well, dip them in watermelon grease or whatever the fuck is well, the, the mohawk, most racist the mohawk shit made you it, want me to the say. The mohawk made it perfect. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You yeah. actually looked like a chicken. I, I know. I was, I was, it's I, breeding season. I have to have my plumage up. Ah, uh-huh, look at this. Mr. Oh, we have a cup winner in the room? Do we have a cup winner in the room? Oh, yeah, from John Eddicks. Up on the mic. We're not ending this fucking show, that's for sure. See? That's what This happens. show could go all fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cup winner, cup winner. Just real quick. Nice. I got I to gotta challenge the, the chicken with the turkey. Whoa. Oh, out of nowhere. This is turkey ready. It's going somewhere. It better not be jive ass. You got the turkey ready? <laughs> uh, yeah, I got that, nigga. You got it? <laughs> oh, you, Did you hear the chicken? Should, wait, let him. <laughs> you sound like my ex-wife, nigga. <laughs> wait, is OJ still in jail? I don't know why. It's relevant. It's relevant. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely. <laughs> My ex-wife's OJ Simpson's cousin. <laughs> That's it's real. No, it's, it's real. He says, <laughs> "Right, we just had a cup winner show up. We're not rapping." No. Who said the guy from John yeah, Let's get on here, and I want to hear all about this cookie shit. This jaw cookies winner, the winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh oh. Speaking winner, winner, of chicken, chicken dinner. Well, why don't you get off the mic and go talk I'm to him? Go, and bring let him me go fucking time. get him for you then. No, no, go talk to him. I'm not, don't I'm play go producer. Kid can go get him. Hey, happy Super Bowl. I mean, congratulations. Super Bowl win. Oh, yes, you have to get him. Yeah. I'll get up because I need another beer. Oh, you can get up, but you're coming back. I'll come back after right, I get a need beer. More chicken. You guys need another beer? Yes, I do. Yeah, I can use a beer. Yeah, I'm going to get you one out of the keg because I'm not going more than one fucking place. I'm not a goddamn <laughs> server. Actually, you are. No? What? That was racist. He's he, a chef. No, but a it's chef? Well, you're not a server like that, I guess. But you are serving us a drink. Yeah, because I'm fucking... He's not. a friend. He's a friend, not, not a you server. You fucking run on the ragged line and you're not doing shit for you ever again. Yeah, well... Me too, or just him? Just just him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what. That's how he likes it. That's how he, he keeps it right there, buddy. <laughs> uh, 
Hey guys. How's it going? Welcome. Thanks for Welcome. showing up. Thanks for showing up. Yeah. We yeah, sorry if I'm late. No, it's we're right on time. Yeah. We're right on time. We love it when cup winners we show up to the cup. The show. We're extending the show. Yeah. We're extending the show. Yeah, I do break down the booth and everything. Oh, man. That you guys did that tonight? Yeah, we got motivated. Just cool. got it done. That's good. Well, you we guys had a lot of stuff there, too, so you got to, like, pack up. Well, after you're packed it all up, the, the stuff, it's like... You yeah, might you might as well do the rest. Yeah, right. right. That's how it kind of how, how it went. That's sweet. So I... He looks like a young Nestor, right? A little bit. Yeah, he's the same looking as that. Nestor. And Nestor's my buddy. You taught me how to grow. Okay. It's all I'm good. Nestor. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a... I'm a grower for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell us, tell us a little bit. Um, tell us about yourself. I mean, we've never really chatted. At, obviously, you met Adam on the street in San Francisco, much as I did, which is fun. That's that was good. a good story. Good story. I wonder if it was the same night. No. 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 That's. But good. it was a crazy night. That was a crazy night because we had a bunch of crazy. Is that when we had the the limo there parked out front and everything? Or, um. Or was it a different time? No, I think it was a different time. Okay, I think we just had some drinks. Okay. No, I came back there with the whole crew. I was a. Uh, I was. A very fledgling breeder at the time, and yeah. I, I looked up to you and. That no, was cool. I remember I was, when I came in and I was like, "Wow, nice jacket!" Boom, you know, because <laughs> he was wearing a hoodlum, of course. Of course, hunting hoodlums always. I need an, another one, by the way. Do you? No. Well, there you go. We we, we will chat. After we could probably get you a dark horse one. I bet Jason has one here. Cool. Um, so, uh, cup win this time. Was it one on one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With yeah the, so all my entries I entered, I bred myself. Um, that's what John Eggs is all about. We want to bring newness to this seemingly stale market. Um, I want people to enjoy all the amazing flavors of cannabis. Like the variety cannabis is capable of producing, sure. flavor-wise, is insane. And it's sad to see every dispensary only has OG Jack sure. cookies. Yeah, you guys had a lot of flavors on the. No, your your jars display was like candy store shelf. Yeah, you know we had I mean? like over 50 flavors this weekend. Yeah. And I'd grow probably over a couple hundred flavors. Really? That's yeah. Awesome. And do you do, uh, you, do you actually grow them? You do like separate rooms or you kind of have like, because that's a real, for, for me that's always a real challenge is having lots of different varieties at different finishing times, different food requirements. I try to, I try to group them by finishing time. Yeah. And it seems seems to be like the shorter finishers are like this and you can feed more. Sure. And I, I group them by feeding. They, It's within a range, though, a, a pretty similar range. I, I feed everything. Organic mostly or? Um, both. Organic both. and synthetic. Thank Best you. of both worlds. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So uh, talk about your breeding process. I, I noticed you had a bunch of heirloom, uh, a couple land race uh, varieties on the shelf. You have obviously have more in your selection because you said you got 100. Uh, so yeah, what's your breeding process like, your selection process, etc.? Um, God, painstakingly long, tons of work. You guys know all about it. I mean, every seed you pop, you got to clone it and keep that copy vegging until you figure out you know, if it's a keeper, if, if it's a keeper or not. Sure. That's half the battle is keeping all these plants around that you don't really. And I'm always like biting off way more than I can chew, and I just like I'm kind of addicted to popping seeds. Like this last round was the biggest round I ever did. How many beans you do? I actually did over (coughs) twelve hundred. Wow! Wow! That's a lot to keep. A lot to keep track of. Bro, it was so much work. So you worked outdoor, obviously. No, I'm sacrificing all that money doing all this for. To bring new flavors. How much square footage you got that you're, you're running 1,200? Um, I, I have a few different facilities. Okay. 
And and uh, what like right? What's your technique as far as you doing soil? You're doing like um, what's soil. your focus on? Like, I know you said you do both, but what's your like? What, like you do like a super soil type thing or you um, like a cocoa perlite mix? Cocoa perlite, yeah, soilless mix. And what fru- what food are you mostly running? Um, I, d- I use a bunch of different companies actually. A little bit um, of everybody, or yeah, what's I use base? a lot of what's your, what's house your and garden. H and G, nice. Yeah. I mean, for me, uh, for me, it's tough because I'm from Hall. Uh, not from Here's Hall, but crazy. I lived there for so long, and for me, that was always like the the most kind of like commercial. Of, and, and I was always looking back to America. Because what do you of, prefer? Um, personally, uh, well, I'm about to start with the Veg and Bloom uh, to try it, but I personally, right now, I've been running New Millennium. It's a uh, out of it's out of uh, Colorado. Okay, <coughs> the guy uh, who made uh, Bud Blood back in the day. Do you remember that product? Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, it was like one of the first additives that people added to uh, our first uh, sort of uh, flowering enhancer. Yeah. And uh, he broke off uh, from, from that. That was from GH. Broke off, uh, went back to Colorado, and then he developed Millennium a few years ago. And now it's called New Millennium. And it's, a, it's like a seven-part. Um, it's very, it is very similar to a lot of Dutch formulas um, as far as uh, the base nutrients and stuff. But it. I mean, I like it it's personally. It's like a yeah. It seems like a lot of the companies. It's the same stuff in in different bottles, sure. renamed, and different concentrations. How you apply it, the love you give, the environment, and mostly the genetics, the well, biggest thing. And yeah, that's sort of the proof of your genetics to me. If you're growing with House and Garden, like we talk about all the time, how House and Garden has a pretty standard taste or imparts a certain standard taste, but the variety of flavors and aromas that you had in your jars was there dude like you, you, the, yeah. and that's in the genetics then you know and less yeah. is more too a lot of times like a people like uh, you know if you you don't have to use the whole range of that people full strength because yeah. a lot of times you know you, you can tell what's really doing it and what's not you know what I mean and sometimes yeah. you get like I mean there's some products that are you know they smell good and then I usually think those aren't really that good you know what <laughs> I mean and the ones that smell bad are the ones I think that the plants <laughs> probably are enjoying you know so I'm usually looking at like but there's sometimes where you're just like you know if a thing costs you know $600 you know and it's liquid and it's and you're putting and it only lasts maybe you know four months or something like that you're still it's, it's quite a lot you're spending 120 I'm, bucks a month on I spend a lot of money on nutrients that's something I could probably improve on <laughs> we'll get you linked with build the soil we'll get you some start baking water things. only sure Fire. I'm I'm always open to learning new techniques I mean that's the greatest thing about growing is like even if you're a master grower, there's so much more to learn. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we, we're, we're always real uh, reluctant to use the word master grower ever just because yeah. we always feel like we're just yeah, stu- kind of students in life, you know what I mean? That's like that's it, part of the deal. It is, and part of this big, this last big phenotyping thing, I bought seeds from every seed company and popped them all just to learn about the different families. And right. Just no, and it's really cool. Are to you see. Uh, logging that anywhere? Or just mentally in, in yourself, or are you taking pictures? Mentally, of it? I, I take some pics. I usually, they usually don't make the pics until they're a keeper. Right. 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 Yeah. Whoa! Losing my headphones. I don't know. I'm yawning, and losing my phones. It's late, man. It's yeah. one o'clock. I know. Two hours and fifty-six minutes. <coughs> Is that what? We're oh, it's, yeah. no! It's now. It's midnight. Yeah. Now yeah. we've done a full show. I was looking at my clock. My clock's an hour fast because it's on Colorado time. Oh, see that. So was we were right on time. Now it all makes sense. Uh, I thought, I, thought I went really quick because all of a sudden we lost an hour. So like, let's talk about your entry. Um, well, the, did you know that it was like a serious contender the second you entered it? Yeah, I thought so. Well, um, what was special about it? I mean, it's just the jaw cookie is the one that got third. Um, 
it's just mutant weed. It just has an insane look, smell. What was it the cross on it? It's a Girl Scout, the original Girl Scout cookie cut, and um, Romulan. Romulan. Yeah. Romulan, Romulan. Romulan has a lot of mutation kind of factors yeah, it's in it, too. Weird. It's a strange plant to yeah. begin with, you know what I mean? It's very blocky and kind of... Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, I did, I think, I did like 60 phenos of that one, and yeah, that one was insanely special. Just, nice. Just popping out in every way. And, uh, like... Pretty much same same time as the other one, same flavor sort of uh, profile um, or no? There was a, there was a range. Um, I I had I had popped a batch of these seeds the first tester round, and I had one with the same flavor profile, and it just it didn't get that big though. Right. So I wasn't quite happy with it. So I popped like double the amount and and found the one right that ha- had it all. <laughs> Uh, did, did you guys get, get a chance to smoke? I think you were out of it when we came by the booth. Oh, that's a shame. I'm, I'm going to have to bless you guys with some of that. It's special. Yeah, we'd love to try it. Is it, is it very cookies? I love the original cookies. I like it way more than the Forum. Um, I like it way more than the Platinum. It's no different flavor. Different flavor. Totally different type of flavor? Yeah. Really? That's awesome. So yeah. what, how would you describe the flavor? It's kind of like bubblegummy almost. Like can. Like, like bubblegum cookie kind yeah. of thing, almost. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And yeah, it, we it purple, try it. orange hairs, just frost machine gets huge. <laughs> so, what are your oh, big ambitions for breeding guy. moving ahead? Thanks, Crunchy. I mean, I'm I'm constantly working. Is there any specific like, uh, like some people like Sunny, for example, over here? Perfect that you're on the mic. Like, Sonny's working on uh, a lot of anthocyanins, getting a lot of color into things. And he's breeding for all sorts of interesting colors and things like that. Is there anything specific? So, I'm guessing flavors. You love flavors. I love flavors. I'm all about the flavors. I'm about potency, effects. I smoke weed all day, every day. Like, pretty much just doobies all the time. So, I need something that will keep me going, that daytime fuel that just keeps me working. I think yeah. there's maybe yeah. someone banging on the door. I don't know if I, I misheard that. D-Money, was that a door bang? Is there a door bang? No, maybe not. Maybe they're all walking in. I think we're good. Sorry. The entry I really was <laughs> excited about was my Hawaiian gold entry. That was my sativa entry. Yeah. Um, that, I feel like, is a really special gene pool. It's It came from the original, original Santa Cruz haze, Santa Cruz Mountain haze gene pool. And I, I blended it with the Super Lemon Haze from Greenhouse, and just amazingness. I mean, that was the Super Hazy one we smelled. Yeah, yeah, we smelled that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that, yeah. we, I like that one a lot. That was cool. Daytime fuel. And which one did you use a meal on that one? The, the lemon? The Super Lemon? Yeah, the Super Lemon. Gotta love some lemon. So... so um, did you say the ma- what male I used on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the male. Yeah, the super lemon was the female. Oh, okay. So what was the male on that cross? The male was... Um, actually, I started... My buddy, who's just a long-time grower up in the San Grease Mountains, been growing since he was a kid. He's like 50 now. And he's just had this special gene pool that he entrusted me with. And I, I went ahead and selected... I popped 120 seeds, selected the six best and different males because I didn't really know right. which way I wanted to go yet. Sure. So I just picked the, the six best different ones mm-hmm. 
and I I hit several different females, including the Super Lemonades, and um, yeah. Well, did you end up just settling huge on one variety? Um, no, no. I you that still was decide. That's awesome. I like using a lot of different males because it's hard to know what a male is going to do exactly until you grow it out. Right, until you've grown them out, yeah. So I I like I like picking multiple males. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it gives you more options, obviously. Yeah. Not enough people really test their males out correctly and, you know, group them out. It takes so much time, ever. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, 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 you know, every variety that you hit with it is going to have a different... Si- yep. They should have similar responses. Some response yeah. in common and but, some different. But hidden not, traits. you don't know which ones they are until you did about two or three, and then you're like, oh, now I see the pattern. Because yeah. you might not catch it on the first round. You might just be like, huh, which one, you know, it it depends on what. Unless they're really, really polar opposite, and then it's <coughs> quite easy to figure out this. Oh, the chat room's freaking out. They want to hear about Fruit Punch. Oh, uh, we actually have listeners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 50 <laughs> people right now. It's late, cool. so there's only 50, but uh, the they're mad punch, that I haven't been reading the, the chat fruit room. Fruit Punch is. Um, the super lemon skunk. So I, I phenoed a bunch of super lemon haze seeds, and I got my all-star super lemon haze female, and then a super lemon skunk female. And uh, the fruit punch is a super lemon skunk, and the guava male. Um, th- that guava family that I used. No, that like guava is not the guava cat. No, no. It's like the Santa Cruz Mountain guavas okay it's like a purple haze kind of hybrid it has that real hazy characteristic or yeah there's a lot of thing is he's kind of a a scatterbrained person so it's gene pool kind of reflects his his being (laughs) in that there's huge variety but like a lot of special varietyness and so i i thought it was the perfect gene pool to start this whole I'm sure it's a really good starting place because it's probably some overlap, but a lot of unique things to work with and to explore. Yeah, yeah. it and it was bred to my climate. Too. Okay, I'm, I'm now more questions. So. Where's the, he says? Where's the juniper come from? That guava? Juniper. I guess juniper is that a smell. scent? Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's kind of a uh, this fox nuts is a little junipery. What is this? Uh, I call it fox nuts. It's a weird pheno of uh, light of jaw because it smells. I think light it smells of jaw? Like, yeah, it's yeah, just it sounds like my kind pheno. of strain. <laughs> yeah, exactly I call it that. fox nuts because it smells like a little bit like cat piss, a little bit like pine trees, a little no, bit like that. juniper it's berries. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, so it's fox nuts. <laughs> so it's fox nuts. Mm, I like this. So. I like those fo- fox nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what I imagine a fox's nuts yeah, smell yeah, like, yeah. like after it's been running through the morning dew. So and juniper the tastes like gin, he said, and that's right. Yeah, yeah. juniper yeah. tastes like gin, yeah. Exactly. It's like kind of yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, is I guess he thinks there's some some common elements between that and the uh, uh, fruit punch. Well, I can tell you it's from Ja. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I named my company Genetics because all of this comes from John. Like, we have to give thanks to because this plant is like a God-given blessing to us. That's what we were trying to say to the dude man before, Science Man, who was here. 
Yeah, you missed miss science, man. man. You missed science. Man. Yeah, you missed science, man. He was, was here he not feeling John? No, he was well, not feeling. He wasn't he was, feeling the plant magic. He wasn't feeling the ma- plant magic. You know, oh, nature. He, he was loving science over nature. He was thinking, you know, science is nature. Chop it up. Yeah, that's what I tried to do. Yeah, <laughs> science is studying God's creation, trying to understand it. Right. No, hey, so. Smash Rosen's in the chat room watching the show now. That's awesome. I wish we had them on. They were in studio. They, I guess they are getting tired, had to go home. I'm sorry. I'm distracted by the chat room. You're sitting here with us. Uh, they're giving <laughs> us stuff to talk about. I okay. wish we had the <laughs> chat room. Uh, hey, Ryan Champ. Ryan, Ryan Champion. Champ Ryan. Where'd he go? Uh, when he comes back, we can get him to put the chat room up on the board behind us. And that would look like a cool like TV show thing. Yeah, that, that's almost over. But yeah, 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 yeah that's good. We're getting there. <laughs> we're working it. We get, we finish at the end of the show. We're like, yeah, now yeah, it's, we'll figure it's it out. Exactly the way it should have been the whole time. So uh, <laughs> weird to walk into a hotel room and have a bunch of guys doing a show that you're getting on. You know, I had no idea what to expect. You guys came by my booth. I was like, oh yeah. Come, come by. We're just hanging out like, at my you, party. Did you like the walk up here? Yeah, well, the walk up here is like so oh, dramatic, God, right? Like, Whoa, this place is balling. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, pretty sick, right? Yeah, super nice. Oh, there you go. Where's the chat room, kid? Yeah, put the chat room up. Yeah, put the chat yeah, room up. Yeah, kid, come on. It's actually only the show is literally exactly at the right time right now. Like, we would have stopped. Now early. we should be rapping, right? I was wrong. He was looking uh, at an hour. He was looking at Colorado At Colorado time. time. Yeah, just pull the chat room up. So we shouldn't have wrapped the show up before because we're right on time now. Yeah, we would have, we would have failed. Would just have go to AdamDunshow.com. Yeah. Right yeah. yeah, kid. So your personal favorite flavor that you have in your lineup. It's like picking your favorite kid, man. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't I, do it? I love just the variety of weed. I can't even smoke the same weed in back-to-back joints. Uh-huh. Like... Do you ever do like little salads? You mix up flavors like uh, jelly bellies um, to make new to me, flavors. I, I'm messing with so many different phenos that it's it research and development. Like every joint I smoke is testing something. So what what are the flavors that you haven't found yet that you're looking for out there? Um, I used to get I used to get a bunch of like butterscotch pounds way back in the day. Butterscotch really had that straight up butterscotch and it was fire. And uh, I haven't really seen it since. How uh, about Apple? We were talking about this last night, and we were like, I haven't seen an Apple in a super long I, time. I've seen people call in stuff Sour Apple and stuff, but it's not quite so Apple. Not as, not it's hard to translate that one. Yeah. You ever seen that one? Yeah, I got some apples going on. You got some apples? Really? Yeah. We need the to talk. Sauce. We need to talk. The apple. And, and how, how uh, apple-y is it? It's uh, kind of like <clears throat> Granny Smith. That's what we're looking yeah, for. That's, like green, that's the only one I like. Yeah. Well, it's not the only one, but it's one I like the most. That's it's sour. It's like one of the best that. apples. Yeah, I, I, I don't see that's that. That's a male, and that's a male. Uh, that's a female. Female. Thing? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a strain that I produce, but it's you make seed of it. Yeah. Predominant in the uh, mother. Right. Nice. It comes out. Yeah. So it comes out. How'd you make? How'd you get? What line did you work to end up at Apple? At Apple, that's uh, the Black Russian BX3. So it's a, it's Apollo recessive phenol, and it leans towards uh, the Apollo thirteen. Where do you think the apple comes from in the Apollo? It's, it's Apollo, Apollo. Oh, that's where it is. That, that's where there it, comes it is. That's where it came from. No, it's just listen to it. <laughs> it's obviously where it comes from. That's all right. It would be cooler if you like clicked it so it opened on live stream by clicking the live stream icon, and then it was up big. Let's click the live stream icon. Watch me. Look at, yeah. There you go. Um, boom. Oh, well, this is what you were doing originally. I apologize, buddy. Uh, 
I've been getting Never a lot mind. of requests for seeds. You think I should get into the seed making game? Is that, are you not I, doing I make, seed? No, I make seeds for myself, but I just don't share them with anyone. No, of course. <laughs> of course. We, we expect you should talk to Jason in the Broncos shirt. Sometimes. When you're, when you're, yeah, when you're on the back patio, maybe not when he's totally wasted from Broncos hooting and hollering. But if you're getting requests, yeah. I mean, if you're if there's no way for you to share those flavors, it's a tragedy. Uh, especially, like, I mean, you had such a range of, of exotic flavors. I was really, it truly was like a candy store shelf. I was, I was impressed. It's not impressive to me to see 18 different OGs. It's no. really impressive to me to see, like, 50 different just straight candy flavors. Or a full range of flavors, not even all candy. Especially when guys like D-Money can extract them faithfully. And, like... Because to me, a million different flavors of flowers is exciting, I guess, but I'm only going to smoke a few. Not, I know I'm into rotating it too, Let's go back to but that. I just have my range that I like, you know? Uh, but extracts, that's even more about flavor to me. I will do a full range of extracts, and to be able to get that out there and have different combinations, uh, I, think, I think the people want to see line of it for sure. They need it. The people need it. Um, you know, we're blessed with this plant that has so much variety and I want to I want to showcase that yeah uh, and I mean your dedication to finding it is definitely admirable too I, thank you as you keep saying the time and the work and what and it takes and the, the money sacrifice honestly I could be pounding out fucking sour diesel and OG and sure. be Just making more money dough. yeah but that's what everybody else does, you know. That, yeah, that's the gene pool, and especially. And that's why you got to make seeds too. Yeah, yeah. Without, I mean, because you're you're sacrificing by not being able to do that, but you you got a hundred hundred things to work with, you know what I mean? So that's huge, yeah, I, that's a huge uh, advantage. And then on top of that, you know, you, you you have that history with those already. So I mean, it'll be yeah. I, w- I would I would jump on board to that real quick if I were you. Yeah, not, and, and you have a lot of varieties. So I wouldn't do like a hundred varieties, you know. I mean, just you know, come out with good six, six or eight good solid ones, and, and that's how I started. And then I just went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and you know, you do seasonal releases. You release a few flavors a year. And I was, work yeah, lines too, man. I've I've run into like so many obstacles. I was I I was totally I did that. I came out with six or eight flavors of my own, and I was I was happy. I was moving it all, and everything was great. And I was in a very complacent state of mind. I was like, I'm going to do this for a few years and, and be okay. Right. And, but God said no. Like, God did not want me to be in a complacent state of mind. He fucking chopped me down and made me grow eight new tops. So uh, where do you hunt for your flavors? Just buy packs, pop, 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 pop? Um, yeah. It's the only trial and error. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way to really find out is that I buy everything that sounds good. Do you have a list of flavors it. you're looking for somewhere that you're just crossing them off like a hit list? <laughs> I hit most of them already. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I guess because uh, I would love to see the list of like 50 things crossed off and there's like four more that you're searching the world for. I mean, I'm just searching for the best. The best of the best. It's hard to know until you grow it out. Of course. And that's yeah. the whole key to the whole thing. It's just, you know, you never know what's in there. You know what I mean? Magic bean, Pandora's bean. Right. Exactly. Be any- yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing is it's, uh, it, it, I mean, obviously you got the fever. So, I mean, it's part of the deal where you're like, oh, you know, can't stop. And you definitely can't do like two of them. You know what I mean? You have to do at least 20 no. of them. And then. 
20 becomes sometimes you're like, oh, 20 is not quite, I need to do, if I want to have 20, I need to do 50. Yeah, might as well do the full 100 if we're going to do 50, right? Yeah, that's how I get in trouble. That's how I end up with 1,200 seeds. Well, yeah, and the thing about that is when, when you do that, it's like it's amazing because, uh, you know, at first it comes on slow and everybody's like, oh, they don't really notice it. But when they start to get... Right, when the 1,200 seedlings, it's not a big deal. But when you're 1,200, actually, medium-sized plants, you start to notice it. And then you're like, whoa. Well, and then when you have and to once they stretch, And once they... Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, they, God. Yeah. yeah. And then sometimes you got to, like, clone And you don't want to make just one clone, yeah. Because yeah, what you if make you make two clones, clone, so yeah. it's I mean, at you, least... I, I hope that first one makes it. It makes my life a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I usually take two anyway and then throw the, the weaker one away. And you know, that's kind of my whole style on that. But but then, you, again, now you have 2,400 plants. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Well, to 3,600 plants because you have 1,200 <laughs> originals. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough going down that, that path. And then you keep ma- put males in the mix. And that adds a whole other level of complication, a whole other level of... Oh god! And then spending the Passing time to like the ma- make all the seeds like it takes a lot of effort, and then and then harvesting them. You hand harvest your seeds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to change that eventually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it, it is. I mean, I don't do it, but it is. Someone's it takes hand, someone's hand harvesting all those it, seeds. It takes a long time. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you have a big team that you work with. Um. Yeah. I mean. You need a you need a great team. Yeah, I mean you have a, you have you a lot of plants you're working yourself. with. There's yeah. no way one dude's doing that. How many people you are you guys? Um, like full time. Sure. <laughs> um, we're probably like eight to ten people. That's that's a nice big team. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. And uh, have you guys all been working together since the beginning? Is it like a, a crew, or it's kind of been a growing family? Well, it, it's it's my company. And um, I've just yeah, bro. I've I started from nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's the way we like yeah, it. You I, know, that's the way we like it, bro. I actually, I started selling weed before I started growing weed. I bought two ounces of weed, and that's how John Eggs was born. <laughs> Off two ounces, sure, straight up. Sure, that's. I mean, that's the that's that's the classic story, right? Are you from from Cali? Um, we were from Hawaii, and I moved to Cali when I was 17. Do you have any connections back to Hawaii as far as growing-wise? Do you have um, people out there that you've been work, work, trading with? Y- yeah, I have some buddies, but all the all the shit there was brought from here. I know, it's kind of a... Yeah, I mean, weed isn't endemic or indigenous to Hawaii. No, it's no, I mean, the thing is there, and you... you the interesting part is a lot of stuff that grows really well here doesn't do so well as you think it would there, just because it's, it's such a different climate that it's like... Okay, it takes like two generations for it to kind of find itself, you know. And deal with that humidity and not get yeah. all those mold issues. Right. Yeah, because most people are like trying to get big, fat leafed indicas that are just covering each other up, getting all sweaty. Oh, you know I hate I mean? growing those kind of plants. <laughs> you know, a hybrid's going to work a lot better there. Obviously, sativas can can flourish properly. Have done well, you know. Yeah, things actually flower all the time in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. You yeah. stick it outside and it flowers. And yeah, it's I mean, it's like, awesome. it's like uh, the opposite problem of not being able to veg your plants, you know what I mean? Like, damn, they don't get big enough, you know, so you have to time that part better. Yes, you know? yes. yeah. Actually, yeah, that would, that in the back of my mind when I was breeding um, all these, I, I do my selections. Um, well, my, my first selections I did in no dehumidifiers, no ACs, just right. hot, humid, 
because I wanted I actually had thoughts like yeah I want to maybe I want to do this in Hawaii one day and have genetics that will flourish and that right well, I mean, I noticed here, like in Cali, for the longest time, people ran their stuff way hotter than we do. Like, you know, they were, because OGs actually thrive pretty well in heat as long as mm-hmm. they're kept up with. You know, if they don't keep up with it, and actually doesn't do so good in really cold environments, it doesn't yield for shit. You know, what I mean, it doesn't, yeah, yield it doesn't even like a lot of light. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like <laughs> you give it less light, it gets bigger. Exactly, exactly. Which is, I mean, and it's just figuring out where to, where in the garden as those things work. You know, and some, I have a lot of plants like that that don't like. Mm-hmm. too much light you know and that's mm-hmm. where I think everybody's finally getting these big yields and getting them such good grows with double ended because they're finally hanging them 12 feet up and getting that space in between and, and they don't need nearly as much as we think they need and that's that's been our like that's been like I think the myth almost for too mm-hmm. long you know like pound them pound them with more light more light you know and you know but there's certain strains like my genetics the Hawaiian gold papaya yeah. some of them love it though literally they will take as much light as you yeah, give them sure. and just get bigger and bigger and right. bigger. Yeah. No, there's like, some that love that, and then there's some yeah. that would, uh, you know, not yield really much at all. Yeah, it's crazy, like, especially cookies. Yeah. Like, cookies is the epitome of that, the epitome of a plant that does not like a lot of light. <laughs> yeah. The thing will get twice as big. Like, some, we, we have, like, these, um, like, breeding tents that that we use and when we're not breeding we like shit out cookies in there and like as a joke we left the light bulbs there like we used like two light bulbs right didn't clean did. the glass or anything they did better. and they were the best round of cookies <laughs> I've ever seen <laughs> it's crazy that is funny yeah yeah I mean it's it's just and, it's, and then again it's just knowing your plants I mean mm-hmm. so Obviously, most people would go in, clean everything out, put brand new bulbs in, and then wonder why their yields were getting like, and keep doing it. Like, keep, oh, well, maybe if I get new bulbs, new, new, they're only <laughs> running brighter bulbs. Maybe know, my bulbs are brighter. If they get it closer, they'll get bigger. All right. Yeah. Classic cool. Kyle Cushman. Grow <laughs> myth. Uh, I'm pretty tired, buddy. All right. Well, that's good. So well, maybe now we will wrap stuff. You want to wrap and party? I want to party yeah. with these guys a yeah, little bit. Exactly. Like, you just yeah. showed up. All right, we got win. We got winners in that. I think the kid just left. And I'd be though. happy to come the on kid the show left. whenever you guys want. Yeah, nice. we'll do it more official. This is a great, a great start, dude. You know. Yeah, oh, where can people find out more about Johnetics? Let's do that. Um, Johnetics.com at jaw.netics on Instagram. Um, we're opening up a licensed delivery in San Francisco starting in March. So we'll be patients will be able to get the medicine, you know, farm to table, great awesome. prices, get that variety they need. We're here for the connoisseur. Nice. Awesome. Uh, Sonny Chiba, you've been sitting here the whole time. You haven't said hardly a word. Hey, no. I'm just listening. I'm just, just here. <laughs> I'm just here for the black cherry soda. Right. I'm just, I'm just tired. Tired. <laughs> tired. It has been a long one. It has been, been a, a good weekend. Yeah. It has <laughs> been. Uh, is the kid out there? If we get the kid, the um, is he it, went it, that way? He went that way? He's gone. If yeah. someone could find him. Oh, I think he exited. Stage left. Oh, well, here's the thing. Can't turn the show off? No, Regis said he's not coming out unless Ryan comes back here first to guide him out. Oh, where is he? I Regis? He's in the bedroom. <laughs> but let's go get Ryan so Regis can come out. Oh, well, we need both. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's we need both of them. Or we could Whoa. just hit the button on the show. But there's, it's hard to wrap the show without a without producer. Regis. Without a producer? And a Regis? That's like, someone to push the button. What's your guys' favorite smoke? From personal or just like personal, yeah. 
Um, I mean, I'm still a sativa loving person myself, you know. Sativa oh, bro, I gotta get you some of, of my bitch. sativas. I love sativas, dude. That's my jams, and not a lot of people grow sativas. That's right. No. And now that's what I was impressed that's with the, uh, your your booth. Here's I was like, all right, yeah, he said that too. Me, you know, a lot of hazes, which is great, and uh, you know, just it's it's just a kind of like sophisticated thing. But anything over ten weeks. I'm happier with, you know what I mean? Like when it's like an eight-week plant, I usually I wouldn't smoke it every day, you know what I mean? I'll smoke a ten-week plant almost every day because it's kind of like it hits the notes, you know what I mean? And that's really what makes I think my gene pool special is that it was really bred these sativas shorter flowering time and remain really sativa effect and structure and everything. My my strains are like all nine weeks those sativas really yeah <coughs> that's interesting yeah isn't that amazing yeah and with those smells too with the toe yeah and they get fat <laughs> yeah so well it sounds like you need to make some seeds yeah it definitely sounds like you need to make some seeds or at least get let some clone onlys go jeez <laughs> well we can talk trades guys um Nice, nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, that's that's, that's that the good kid? stuff to hear. No. Is that the champ? You no. mean? No, I mean the champ. I mean Reg. Regis. He's not here. He's, He's gone. not here. He's gone. He's They're gone. all fleeing. He went to bed or something. He left us. Oh well, uh, I guess we're wrapping the show. Is that nice. the keyboard to the? Is that the keyboard to yep. our computer? It is yeah. actually. So you can probably do it right. So from if here. someone hands that to me, I bet I could figure it out. Oh, there you go. Put you that. There's so, a mouse uh, over there, but I don't know if you need that. Need the mouse? I think I can do it without the mouse. You want to do uh, final shout-outs, Adam? Let's do the final shout Well, actually, since uh, Sonny Cheap has been sitting there talking so much, I'll, we'll let him you know, do his final shout-outs. Uh, <laughs> shout-out to? Shout-out to uh, Incredibles. How about, or just people? Are we doing regular ones? Whatever you want to do, buddy. You me? Hey, your own personal See how tired I am? See how tired? You don't even know yeah, what shout-out is anymore. He's got me drinking some alcohol. Alcohol? <sighs> Shout out to Odie over there, obviously, yeah. for coming Shout through. Shout out to Odie, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, seeds here now. Seeds here now. Yep. Say it. One, say it. Yep. Seeds here now. What am I going to say? Oh, come on. Well, he's not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shout out you guys. Thanks for having, having me on. Shout Shows out to you. Happen. Thanks for winning the cup. Thanks for coming through. Shout out Growstone for uh, making this happen, this broadcast. Shout out Dark Horse Genetics and the Denver Broncos, I guess. that's The, der- the Dark Horse spot will be shout out to the Denver Broncos. That's it for sure. Shout yeah. out to D Money over there, Incredibles, <coughs> rolling through. Shout out to Cr- uh, Frenchie for coming through. Yeah, shout out to Crunchy for yeah. coming all through. The, all the cheese, Odie Diesel, Frenchies and Crunchies, and shout out crispy. to uh, Science Guy who came up here before. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of a lot of love in there. A lot the of chat. love in the chat. <laughs> and then I couldn't put the chat room up on the screen. No, he would have been like, really? No, actually, it would have been kind of funny. He wouldn't be able to look at it at the same time. And shout out to everyone else who came through. Uh, we're going to go party with all these guys that we just mentioned. Uh, Dave Golden Coast. Uh, everybody else. Uh, Adam, you got personal shouts? Uh, shout out to my beautiful wife, Cece. Little Nick. He uh, apparently went to the Science Museum and has all sorts of new toys when I get home. So awesome. I hope he's bombarded. Uh, yeah, shout out to everybody who came to the booth, all the people who came up to us during the show. That was awesome. Love to get response from people. Um, Sometimes forget we do the show, <laughs> but then all of a sudden people like that come through and bring us weed that they grew from learning on the show. And real things in the real world happen because physical we do things. I need, I need to, really cool. I need to hug you guys up. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's even good. More weed, yeah, even yeah. better. Um, yeah. yeah. So what do you got? Uh, shout out to my amazing wife Reese and little kiddo Farron. I really miss them a lot on the road, but uh, we're here doing this for you guys because we love you guys too. 
Uh, we'll see you Wednesday. Same bad time, same bad channel. Studio transition coming soon. We're going to go party uh, if we can. Uh, take it away, not the kids. Peace. Jobless. <laughs> Peace. Oh, there you go. Boom. Is it done?